What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Jeremy John, one half of the Sports Reality Podcast. I want to say thank you for tuning into this episode. Just want to remind you to subscribe to the audio format on any major podcast platform of your choice, including Anchor, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, you can catch the video format on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Just search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Subscribe, like, leave a review, and tell a friend about us. Once again, thank you for tuning into this episode and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 170th edition of the Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John, a.k.a. the fourth greatest Grenadian of all time, a.k.a. the Little Wayne of podcasts, because I will get on any podcast either with the J Train. Here are my co-hosts, Cousin Big Thad, a.k.a. the gatekeeper of the DMV, a.k.a. the unofficial mayor of Prince George's County. How's everything going with you, my man? (laughs) I'm good, Cousin. I'm good, man. I'm good. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. So um, I've been set up, been ready. One of the mm-hmm. very few times where like I've been ready, right, been well right. prepared and forgot to connect my cell phone to the mixer. <laughs> I, was, so. I was wondering where the sound bites, where, <laughs> where that went. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, for not no. to do that. And, I said um, perfect. I said, I heard perfect <laughs> in my mind. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I'm going to do that now. Big that yeah. man. How's the week so far? Week's been good. Week's been good. Can't complain, man. Just uh, another day in the government life. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of wild. But uh, then again, I'm hearing, I'm like seeing some things and I'm like, wow, folks have no idea. <laughs> 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 but I can't say nothing. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yep, but yep. no, nah, everything's been good, man. Can't complain, brother. That's what's up. That's what's, what's going on up. with you. Anything good with you this week? I mean, started the last semester. Perfect. Okay. This week, okay. Okay. Uh, I have a mass media law cl- course and a Ooh. small business financing course. Ooh. The uh, small business finance. I was a little nervous because I've always heard people say, oh, yeah, finance classes are hard. Oh, my gosh. And I've heard intelligent people say that. Uh. Then I looked at the syllabus and the assignments and I'm kind of like, this looks pretty straightforward. Like this okay. shouldn't be too okay. bad. Okay. I even looked at the uh, professor on Rate My Professor, which is a clutch <laughs> website. Got to, Perfect. got to and every ev- single time. Everyone, everyone said she's a great teacher. The the work was about medium. 
you know, okay, the difficulty. Okay. So it wasn't easy, but it wasn't hard. Right, but right. like she was a great teacher with great feedback, um, very understanding, assignment straightforward. So I was just like, oh, great. Boom. I'm glad I registered for the right te- professor. Right. Uh, my mass media professor, uh, there weren't too many ratings on Rate My Professor. Oh, uh, but one the of few the, that were one there. Of those professors. It was one of those professors. Yeah, they weren't good, but I was Either just like. not good or they just don't have nothing because they're like pretty much brand new yeah so, yeah. yeah so i was just like okay whatever but i still need the class and i want to take it now because it is a you know one of those courses that i definitely need so i want to get it out the way earlier so i was like look i'm gonna take it anyway mm-hmm. there is a lot of reading uh but you know once you read the assignment i mean once you read the material it does look like it is straightforward okay. so uh so, so far neither, man neither of those is your capstone right no Okay, capstone okay, i'm gonna okay. do it later okay so when you doing your capstone what like As the, like the plan october? is to do it yes like, october like, so october. it's the last yeah okay. what do you call it? your experience what did you have to do for your capstone look so it was kind of funny because like our capstone for cybersecurity supposedly entailed like everything out that you could possibly take in that major mm-hmm. would be in that course so I'm sitting there like I'm looking at some of the topics. I'm like, yo, I didn't had nothing to do with this. <laughs> okay. But it was all it was for me, at least because it's, you know, IT stuff. So it was all like labs and papers. You know what I'm saying? But it went fine. I didn't have no quizzes or none. That's the one thing I loved about IT on that level. It was like it was no quizzes, bro. I was like, yo, let's go. I hate them quizzes, man. <laughs> so you had to write papers in that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely had to write papers in that capstone. But it was more, it just encompassed everything out of the major into that one course. But so it, it pretty okay. much gave you everything, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I understand that's the purpose of a capstone. But what I've seen from our, and I'm a communication studies major, what I've seen from all the syllabus or syllabi from right, right, uh, right. from uh, from all my communications courses they're like oh it's just uh, like a review and make sure you keep your documents from your previous classes so you can use them in your portfolio but it doesn't actually mention like what is actually going to happen in right, the class. Right, I got you, I got you. so I'm kind of like so is this just you- uh, I've created a portfolio and that's it like or mm-hmm. what so I don't know. That's why oh, I was I asking. You, I got you. I got you. For yeah, you, I think um, it's all different for all. You know how that goes. It's just mm. different for all the majors. But uh, have you looked at the cap? Uh, not the capstone. The syllabus for that one. Yeah, I have not because um, I actually just forgot to actually look at the actual syllabus. I could probably. Um, you could find it. I could probably find it somewhere yeah, without yeah. actually because um, I'm in the class. I need to actually. Um, but it won't it, it won't let you see it for like a week prior. Yeah, that's but the thing. That's why I can't see what it. you could do is go go on the main site. Uh-huh. And if you look on the right hand side, they'll say something like schedule of classes. Mm-hmm. Click on that joint. Find your capstone course, mm-hmm. but find it for the it'll be like the previous course or yeah previous semester of when you're taking it Mm -hmm. and it'll say close but you could click on it and you'll be able to open up the syllabus ah okay the syllabus doesn't change yeah i realized that it it does not change change. Uh -uh. 
Um, and, and, and not all of that, you know, my, you know, Rosie, she's a professor and she was like, yeah, for our online courses. She was like, yeah, our syllabus doesn't change. We create it and every, every section is doing literally the same thing right, 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 in right, the right. online courses. It's yeah. just like the teacher, the professor's might do things a little bit differently. Yeah, and it might create it a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are just like, okay, you did the paper. It's this long. Okay, here you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If they could tell what your topics are, they're like, all right, cool. There you go. Yep, yep, yep. It's, yep. Oh, it's in APA format. Yeah. Yeah. APA go. seventh edition. Right, right, right. Gotta wow. be the seventh, not the sixth. Yeah. The seventh, that started fine. last uh, yeah. last fall. Uh, um it's it's easier than sixth. Actually, yeah, yeah, for sure, it's a lot easier. It makes me remember. Sense. Like, how? Why would you change it to seven and then make it easier? Like, it's a lot easier. You just need the the author date, yeah, title, and that's, website. Yeah, <laughs> like much, you, that's it. Like, if it has a publisher, then you can put it. But that's really all you need. Yeah. I don't know why people don't use the citation stuff. Like the, the generator, yeah, yeah, the generator. Like, why would you're gonna? It's the same thing. I mean, I had a professor that told me oh. just use this, like, and he <laughs> sent the link, and that was the second one. Remember, okay, remember we used to use Citation Machine, Citation Machine, and, and then, then uh, this one professor was like, "Nah, use this one from uh, NC State University, their library." Oh, and okay. like, you don't have to do the ads. You don't have to do like. You just, as soon as you get to the link, enter all the information, it spits it all out. Boom. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to send that to me. Sometime. Yeah, I'm going to have to yeah. send you that one. Yeah, at least for, for my capstone, because my capstone don't start until uh, October. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have we, uh, when did you apply for graduation yet? Or no, not yet. Okay. All right, cool. Because you know, we got like a couple weeks. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was we, in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Is it so? We have up until like, October, October right? or something. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. But we can apply now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, I didn't know that. So I'm, I'm yeah. going to now just say that. Yeah, yeah. I thought I had to wait till like September or something. I thought that's I saw I something like that. That's what I thought too. I think it was like you have to kind of wait until your semester starts mm-hmm. and then they'll go through because it takes them like a month to figure it out anyways. Okay. 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 Like I don't understand how, why it takes a month, but it's for some reason it take, they'll tell you like, Apply by October. You'll know in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By Thanksgiving. <laughs> like what? All you have to do is look at the name and look at what you're taking yeah. this semester. Yeah. Because it literally tells you like you have enough credits to graduate to a degree, but it's all based on how you do. But then I found out that's not even true because you just apply. Then they give you, they say, yeah, you're eligible. Then they'll give you like, do you want to graduate in December? You want to graduate in May mm. and you could pick either one. Okay. But technically you don't, it was like, say you don't pass your last course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can still get walk across the state. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just won't get your uh, diploma. Yeah. You won't get it. It won't yeah, get conferred. Yeah, yeah. You just won't get conferred yet. That's all yeah, until you yeah, pass the course. I'm like, wow. Nah, I, need, okay. I, I mean, either way, I mean, my degree is going to get conferred December. In December. Yeah. I need a job ASAP. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't mind my, uh, 
my upcoming uh pay raise. Hey. <laughs> when that when that gets conferred. So I got you. I got you on that, bro. Hey. hey. We got a lot to get into for this week's show. Uh we're gonna talk about the infamous interview on Bleacher Report with uh Kevin Durant on Draymond Green's show Chips. We're also getting to Joel Embiid's extension and another player's extension that just happened a couple hours ago. Our way too soon NFL predictions after week one of the preseason, the oh, wow. race of the century. We're going to get into Haiti, Afghanistan, also Eminem and some of his music and a proposal for the NBA. That's our topic for the Reddit topic of the week. Just want to remind you all to subscribe to the podcast where podcasts are available. And that includes Anchor, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher and tune in. Also, you can watch the live stream every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're watching Watching right now, just let us know in the comment section who you are, where you're watching from. You can watch us on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you're up to date with all of our content. Um, we got some big news coming up a little later in a few weeks that we're trying to work some kinks out, but soon as we get that, everything should be good. Once we get all of that in order, so stay tuned for the big news. Let's now get into the NBA. Big fan. Yeah. We thought that, okay, NBA preseason is, 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 is wrapping up. We're in the official off season, you know, NBA, you know, we're not going to hear anything from the NBA. All the big news happened, free agency, trades, blah, blah, blah. And then Bleacher Report drops an interview. (laughs) (laughs) Big Dad, did you have a chance to watch the full interview? No, I watched like a, I saw a clip and I heard that fool say something stupid and I turned it off after. Okay, so who's the fool? I think I know you're talking about. You know who it is, Draymond Green, (laughs) for sure. Put some respect on my name. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I can't stand that. So, so what did Draymond Green that you say that you did not like? He basically was like, "If you stayed, we would have won five championships." Man, get out of my face. Shut up. Well, no. What's going to happen? They didn't, even win the statement. they didn't even win the championship that year. Yeah, because Katie okay. ruptured his Achilles. Yeah. And then, yeah, Katie ruptured his Achilles. Once that happened, they were going to lose. Yeah. I know people bring up the clay injury, but that happened late in game six. Like yeah. they were already losing yeah. in that game. You know it wasn't like they were winning. Clay goes out and then the Raptors storm back in a victory. They were right. they were they were losing the game. You know, right. yeah, it was close, but they were losing the game. Um, so yeah, so that's what bothered you. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what bothered me. I but, think he's telling the truth though. They, like, like they could have done some real like, damage. They could have, but you never know what's gonna happen. But you can't just be like straight up, yo, we could have won we we would have won five. He didn't say we could have won five. He said we would have won five. So they went three times, two victories, one with Kevin Durant's injury, which we even said from the jump that this looks like an Achilles injury when they kept on saying, oh, it's a calf, it's a calf, it's a calf. And like less than 10 minutes into his return, boop, 
Ruptured his yeah. ruptures Achilles. Achilles. ruptured Achilles. Once you seen that calf jiggle, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was over. It was over. Mm-hmm. Um now Draymond Green, there was an interesting uh question, which I believe everyone wants to hear or find out what the answer was to this question. Uh Draymond Green asked, you know, about the the infamous argument that occurred. Oh, yeah. You know, during the Clippers game on the sideline, here is the clip or the the statement. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to share the screen. Okay. What I'm going to do, though, is I mean, you kind of share the screen or I kind of have to. I think that's how the audio is going to have to come in. Um, Actually, maybe not. No, that's not what I'm going to do. See, because, you know, you this interview. Ugly- you see the ugly look on his face? See, this interview is cool. so popular that I'm scared it's going to take the stream down. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, like everyone, the, you know, Bleach Report is going to be like, oh, yeah, we definitely taking this yeah, one we down. We need to take that down, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So so that's that. So let me wait and actually cue it up. The look actually, is, man, I, I had the it look, up. The look on his face just says fool all over it. <laughs> So here, so here is the audio from that interview. Draymond Green is asking Draymond Green. I mean, Draymond Green's asking <laughs> Kevin Durant. He, he would be, be asking, asking us <laughs> the question we all want to know. For my own personal um, sanity, because I've been getting my ass kicked ever since you left. So just for my own personal sanity, how much did? our argument against the Clippers drive you to ultimately lead the Warriors? It wasn't the argument. It was the the way that everybody, Steve Kerr, act like it didn't happen. Bob Myers and tried to just discipline you and think that that would put the mask over everything. I really felt like that was such a big situation for us as a group. The first time we went through something like that, we had to get that shit all out. I remember watching The Last Dance and when Scotty didn't go into the game, the whole team in the locker room said, Scotty, that was fucked up that you did that. We needed that. We just needed to throw all of that shit out on the table and say, yo, Dre, okay, like that was fucked up that we even had to go through that. Let's just wipe our hands with that and go, go finish the task. I- so, um, <laughs> go ahead. What do you have to say about that, Thad? I'm out of Oh, yeah, I forgot. There you go. <laughs> Come on, man. Technical difficulty sometimes. <laughs> no, nah, that sounded good. That sounded good by KD. That It makes sense now. You know what I'm saying? It kind of makes sense now that he he wanted that, hey, the rest of the team, like, yo, y'all seen this happen. Yo, we're a team. Like, yo, let's hash this shit out and get it done. But everybody else just kind of brushed it off the side. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost kind of like they were like, uh, it's KD. We don't got nothing to worry about. He's good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we don't need to talk about it. They had their thing. We don't need to talk about it no more or anything like that. And on his side, he's like, nah, we needed the whole team to get to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Get it out. Air their differences and be done. But guess not. I guess he kind of held on to it and then finally just left. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, 
I mean, I'm I'm glad that they were able to get to this point. Uh, we remember that argument, and that was the last season. Kevin Durant was there. Um, I am going to play devil's advocate a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. And, and Kevin Durant and Draymond Green said it was management and Steve Kerr that really made the situation worse than it needed to be. Draymond Green even said that in all the smoke podcasts. It was now over a year ago. Mm-hmm. When he said that in that podcast, uh, Draymond Green did have a different tone during that podcast. It was more <laughs> during that podcast. He was kind of like it kind of the vibe was that him and Katie weren't really cool. But right. maybe things, you, you know, maybe obviously things got better between them. It's a it's a year later. A lot of things have happened in life. They've both gotten older and they both come to a common ground that the Warriors organization. They both, they both just want to go metal. Yeah, and that too, everything, they're they're feeling good, they're friends, you know, and they patch things up. They both agree that it was management that made it, made the situation worse than it is. I'm going to play devil's advocate, though. Mm -hmm. He mentioned Steve Kerr and then also mentioned the last dance. And even before the last dance, if you are a huge NBA fan or a huge YouTube NBA fan, you we've known the story about how Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr. How Michael Jordan would get on <laughs> his teammates, yeah, and they yeah. had their beefs even in the midst of two three peats. Right? Maybe Steve Kerr is like, "Yo, this this is what happens. We've won twice. This is the third year. People are getting a little angry, a little upset. Is being a mental drain on them. Right? right this right. is what happens during that run. And he could have just seen it as, you know what." Draymond, what you said was super disrespectful compared to what KD said to you, because obviously they were both angry and saying things. But, you know, there are times where someone can go overboard and maybe they saw it as Draymond Green, you went overboard. So, hey, you got to apologize. And um, they go on to also mention and Draymond Green said it in all the smoke a year ago. And he said it in this interview that. You know, after they got home. Because that was, was game in L.A. They flew back to the Bay Area. They spent like an hour and a half at the airport with Draymond Green. This is Kerr and Bob Myers. And they were like, yo, you got to apologize for what happened. He was like, nah. And then they said, all right, let's 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 wait till the morning till we go to practice in the morning. And then we will uh readdress it. Get back to practice, get the practice in the morning. They were like, yo, so are you going to apologize? They were like, no. And that's when they said, oh, we're going to suspend you for the game. Um, now, I do have a problem with that. The whole you have to apologize or we're suspending you. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, like I, I can I can understand where you were like, yo, trying to encourage him to, to apologize for the situation. But to sit here and say, if you don't apologize, we're going to suspend you. Yeah, that's. A problem. Uh, Katie even also goes on to talk about. I wish. And maybe I don't remember. So let me not say they didn't address this. Um, they actually didn't address it. Address this one. Um, I wish they would have actually gotten to. Ultimately, why did you leave OKC? Right, 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 right. <laughs> and um, you know how I feel about that situation. Yeah. The the move, it's it's twofold. The move was obviously great for his career. He won two championships. Right, right, right. The game was easier for him. Right. At the same time, he left a situation where they were up three one. 
against the Warriors. Him and Russ fumbled the bag in game five, six, and seven. Right. And famously game six. But game five, six, and seven, they fumbled the bag collectively. Right, right, right. Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. And honestly, you go back and look at the games, look at the stat line, look at the play-by-play of the game. Just go on basketball reference. (laughs) If you are the best player on the team and you play the way that Kevin Durant played in that series, I am going to give you most of the blame more than Russell Westbrook. Okay, it happens. All the greats have bad performances from literally Magic to Jordan to Kareem to Russell to actually I can't say Russell. Russell just really dominated. <laughs> you know, LeBron, Kobe, they all had moments where they didn't come through and it, it happens. My issue for, with the move to the Warriors was just you were almost there. Your team said we're coming back. You dip. And then you use Twitter to basically talk about everyone else. Cause that's the part a lot of people yeah, keep on forgetting. Yeah. It's, it's, that's what really rubs me the wrong way. You go on Twitter on your burner accounts to talk about everyone else instead of your shortcomings. Right. You know, and then you go to the team that obviously beats you. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, that was a very interesting move. Um, very weak move, in my opinion. Especially, oh, for sure, look, for sure. we know the NBA is a business. We know it's a business, but there's still it's still a game. There's still a playground childlike spirit to it. And when you know good and well, if you are one of the best players in the entire gym or the or the outdoor court. And you're playing, you know, the way you play, but you play, you know, you have a couple bad games and you lose to a team that's better than the team that you have. And then you say, hey, I'm going to go run with that team that's been beating me. <laughs> Everyone's going to mm. look at you crazy and be yeah, like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? You're one of the best players. You're supposed to want to beat that team. Yes, he has two championship rings. You can never take away two championship rings that are very valuable. I'm not going to sit here and be like, they're tainted. Like I heard someone say that the other day, there's a tainted finals. No, he balled his ass off for those finals and for those finals MVPs. I'm just, this ain't tainted. Yes. I've heard, I've heard that it's tainted. I'm not going that way. What I am going to do though, is say if uh, some championships are worth more. Yeah. Yeah. And I know someone can be, you know, a contrarian and say, well, obviously that means one of them worth are worth less. I'm like, well, if you want to go that way, I'm more of a half half full optimist about this. Right. You know, I'm not saying Dirk Nowitzki is better than Kevin Durant because he is not. And we're going to get more into that in our top 75 NBA players of all time. Perfect. How far have you gotten, Big Thad? Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've Nowhere. been making great Nowhere. progress with that, but Nowhere. but the back to that that yeah. run that Dirk Nowitzki ran had with the Mavericks in 2011. Yeah, more impressive than than what you know one of Kevin Durant's championship rings. I'm sorry, okay. it's more impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he as the man took that team, put it on his back. You know, a team that did not have the caliber that the Warriors have. Anyways, I'm just a shot that um, 
It didn't even, that question didn't get that asked. question didn't come up, but yeah. there was a question about um, playing with guys, and I'm I'm actually pull it up here. There there was a question about playing with uh, guys like um, like Russ and, and Kyrie Irving and James Harden. Oh. I'm going to play that right now. Uh, Kyrie, who has a chip on his shoulder that sometimes goes too far. And James, who mm-hmm. has a chip on his shoulder that probably sometimes <laughs> goes too far. He mentioned Russell and earlier. Playing with all mm-hmm. the guys you play with that you could say, ah, he probably go way too far. We all go too far, bro. And we all got major chips on our shoulders. There's a million of us. Imagine a million people trying to walk, run into this door right now. Somebody will get elbowed kick pushed over like we all trying to fit into a one peg spot a hundred millions of us trying to fit into these 12 15 spots on teams so we gotta have that chip on our shoulder and i always appreciate that appreciate the people that acknowledge that it's tough to make it to the league and i had to kick a lot of motherfuckers down to get here i had to shun a lot of my friends a lot of the sacrifice a lot of the personal shit that I loved as a kid so I can get here. So we all, all of us naturally are underdogs, got chips on our shoulders because it's hard to make it to this point. But the person that went too far was always Draymond Green. He, <laughs> he, uh, you know what I mean, to the point where I felt like you were trying to establish that you're not playing around. Like, yep. So, uh, so you may, mm-hmm. he, he discusses all of them, man. Um, very good interview. I would say it, it was one of those that just out of the blue, no one was really expecting it, man. No one was really expecting it. So, uh, I'm glad that, that, that you're doing that. I'm glad that they're clearing the air. And I, and not just that, I'm glad that they're entertaining us as fans. Like we love this. <laughs> like we love to see, you know, the ins and out of the league. And, and that's one thing I wish we had saw with some of the older greats because, you know, the lack of technology, they weren't able to do it. The lack of, um, empowerment that they you know the lack of empowerment yeah. i'm glad that we're able to see this now with the current nba what do you think about that then i mean personally i wouldn't have wanted to have a Draymond green show Halfway. take a f- <laughs> you know what i'm saying it could have been anybody else you know what i'm saying really don't like i don't like Draymond. i don't like him at all I don't even think he's good. You know oh what I'm wow! Right? Take a- I don't think he's good at all. Like, you funny. He man. didn't even deserve that Olympic gold. Medal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just don't like that dude. There's something about him. Oh man! Other news in the NBA: Joel Embiid signed a contract extension. Big Thad, did you see the information on that? Oh, I did see it and I can't remember what it was. But it was worth it, though. I it was mean, definitely it, worth it. We knew it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. They had to do it. They had to do it. There was no way they could get around it. Yeah, it was a Supermax yeah. extension. So it was I, like four years, it, 170, maybe. Uh, so he did the four year one, or did he do the five? Because five would be the Supermax. Or no, but he had a year left. He did left. the four. Yeah. You're right. Because he, he had a year left. Yes. And they did the extension. You're so. right. Four years, $196 million. Okay, it was almost, yeah. almost $50 million a year. Year. It's worth it. They had to do it. You got to keep your talent, especially if you want to uh, do the whole trust the process. You know, Are they still tr- is, is is that still a thing? 
personally, I think the process is not worked. Because you unfortunately have Ben Simmons (laughs) being Ben Simmons. The process has like recycled a couple of times. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But it's still just the process. And talking about uh, Ben Simmons, he was working out with Rajon Rondo. So video came out of that with that. With him shooting again. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't care about two two off seasons in a row where there's video footage of him shooting. And this time he actually looked a hell of a lot better shooting than we seen you know what I'm saying because you remember we me you were talking about it and you see the video of him shooting and he's just shooting like he's a right hander but he's left handed mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but in this video he looked good it was good form everything shooting good I just don't get it bro how in the off season you could shoot fine and then season you don't even attempt to shoot it's all mental. I don't man. get it. Ah. It is all mental, I think. And um, also, and this is me speculating, I don't think he's ever really worked hard on the basketball court for anything. So this is like real adversity that he's having to go through. And he's mentally shutting down. Like, he needs to go see a therapist to make sure he uh, gets better. Now, but at see, the same I don't time. Understand, but see, with me, is I don't understand how all of a sudden the playoffs it's a psychological issue now during the season he was fine yeah, he wasn't was shooting. he fine though that's the thing we're like looking back was he really fine he was like what 20 20 what was he 28 and something 28 yeah but think six? about the shots he was taking but then, though it's the same shots he had open in the playoffs and he just wasn't taking them <sighs> Maybe. The layups <laughs> going well, yeah, to the rim. He wasn't passing up layups in the regular season. That's what I'm saying. That's the thing. You you are right about that. It's the same same stuff he was doing in the regular season, but he was not doing it in the playoffs. Like he would get to that point, and then he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna pass the ball." So I don't, I don't I don't. What's the difference with the playoffs in the regular season besides like you're playing for a chip, but you're playing for a chip in the regular season also. You want to try to get the best record. So and they had the best record. You're right. Yeah, man. But Daryl Morey, I mean, he, he seems like he wants a haul with the rumors that are out there. Now, they're all rumors. We don't know if he really wants to trade Ben Simmons, but the rumors are out there. So, I mean, right. I've been saying this, that it should just be uh, they should just try and trade for Dame straight up and and get it done. But yeah, he was like a couple first round picks. Yeah. And, and players like yeah. players that actually are good in a rotation. So right. Like, asking for way too much. Think about this. According to the reports last year, mm-hmm. they could have got James Harden. Yes, they could have. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Daryl Morey that turned it down. Yeah, the former Houston GM. <laughs> yes. Because, like, well, I got Ben Simmons. Jeez. Yeah, I, but at me at the time, when you, I mean, no, no, that's James Harden, man. <laughs> James Harden. He could be your point guard and your shoot guy. Like, yeah, James Harden true. and Danny Green. That's true. That, that's a good backcourt. James Harden and Seth really, Curry. Is it really a good backcourt? Yes, that's With a good backcourt. Danny Green getting shots off? Yes. You, you saw what he With, did. You saw he played pretty no, no. good. With Harden in the backcourt, is Danny Green still getting shots? Yes, because you're going to have to double James Harden still. You're still going to have to guard. Harden's still going to shoot the ball. He's going to pass it too. He's going to shoot it on the double team. <laughs> he gonna, he, he's still going to have to pass the ball. James Harden and Seth Curry, you might, you might lack on offense, but 
We yeah. saw what Seth Curry did. Yeah, I wish I wish Seth would finally get back to his Duke days. There's something with you these mean the Duke- days when he wasn't good. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, days he wasn't good. No, I will see. I was about to say there's a thing with Duke shooting guards <laughs> that when they come to the NBA, they they never get back to that point where they were at Duke. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. And Seth still hasn't been as good as he was at Duke in the NBA. I think he's definitely just like the man you hate. The man I hate. Who's the man yeah. I hate? Quinn. First of all, I don't hate Quinn. Jeremy hates Quinn Cook. I do not hate Quinn. He hates little boy. I, uh, I do not he hate Quinn. Him. I'm just very truthful about <laughs> Quinn. You hate Quinn. That, that is, <laughs> I do not hate him. <laughs> just, very, just see, I don't want that out Quinn, of the atmosphere. Quinn, oh. Quinn crossed you somewhere along the line <laughs> over the years, no. and you feel this way. <laughs> Like, like, did you go to St. Jerome's one day when he was playing? (laughs) Is that what it is? Talking about someone that I've uh, I've said this about someone and is a whole nother player. And then actually it was someone on Facebook. They were like um, something they said about this specific player. Oh, LeBron James. And I'm like, yo, yo, you talk about him a lot, dude. Did he hurt you somewhere along the line? Like, because the stuff you're saying is just like you just continually did you bring did him you up. Pl- did you play against him one day in high school and he scored like fifty on you? Like, or did he like, steal your girl? On? Like, right, 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 right. did he, you know, steal some money from you? Uh, did he disrespect you, disrespect you? Like, I don't know, man. Anyways, anyways, did, did, did the math play TA at some point in time while you were in high school and Quinn was when there? I was in high school? No, well, first of all, I no, was no, way ahead of. And when I was there, when I was there, we didn't play the four years I was there. We actually didn't play Damatha. It was literally before we went a few years even after. Yeah. yeah. Um, because so, we were actually part of the Beltway League. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that's we right. didn't really that's have right. to the, the um, you know, for your non-conference games, you kind of want to play some other teams. Yeah. But we I mean, playing, y'all, used to, y'all used to play us all the time. Yeah, when we were independent. I don't, I don't know why y'all would do that, but uh, I mean, you yeah. acting like y'all would just blow us out. Like, come on. We used to blow y'all out by 30 easily. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's because Morgan wouldn't let it go higher than 30. Not 30. <laughs> Anyways. Um, you know, I believe the last time we played y'all, we beat y'all, though. The last time. Probably not. I believe we did. I'm going to have to ask Marlon because I believe we beat you all. Y'all probably played the freshman team. No, it wasn't the freshman team. It was y'all the varsity did, team. Actually, come to think about it, y'all didn't even play. Now you're just making up stuff. No, right? no, no, make no. Listen, up hold on, hold on. I'm a, I'm a, I, I, no, I'm a, I know I'm get someone least... from those teams to come on the podcast and discuss this. <laughs> so you want me to call? Which who you want me to call? Forte or you can, look? Okay, which one do you want? Hold on, hold on. You can call them. Forte, obviously, y'all Bogans. beat us. <laughs> obviously, y'all beat us. But I'm going. To get someone who actually played to verify if y'all played, if if TA played the uh freshman of the varsity team. Look, all y'all saw was the math on there. Y'all probably thought it was the varsity team. It was actually the JV team. Y'all probably still lost by 30. No, no, no. Anyways. I told you about this. Y'all are like the freshman team at the math. No, that is we play the varsity team. Big trade in the NBA. Uh, Patrick Beverly and Rondo went to uh, to the Grizzlies. Wow! In in return for 
Um, Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I heard this was a salary situation trade. I'm kind of like, yo, you got rid of the heart and soul. And yes, offensively, he is, you know, very pedestrian, but defensively and, and the attitude that Patrick Beverly brings to the team is he is, literally is plays needed. against your best player every game. Yeah. Literally the best player on your team. Patrick Beverly is the defender on him. That's, and that's then he was traded again. Oh, oh wow. To the uh to the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves oh, yeah. gave up Jared Culver and someone else to the to the Mavericks. So he'll be playing with the Timberwolves. I don't think he's even gonna play there. I think he would. I'm thinking he's getting he's gonna get a buyout and he's gonna go to the Lakers. Nah, Lakers got and see people are saying that about Rondo, but I'm like, Lakers got too many people. Like who's gonna play? They still they still have like three or four roster spots. Yeah, but those three or four roster spots need to be for like Mac McClung and <laughs> and you know and honestly, yes, I spoke about him last week in a not so positive light. But th- a team like this, this is where you take the risk on Mac McClung. Be like, hey, you get to work out with the team, you yeah. get to learn under these dudes. And if you got to go to the G League for a few games, go to the G League, but you get to play here because we about to be loaded. We don't need like, okay, Lakers, you got LeBron, you got AD, you have Gasol, you have Ellington, you have Westbrook. Yeah. So that's five. Why is Gasol still there? I mean, he's under contract still. And you need a You need a center. You got Dwight Howard. (laughs) So then you have Dwight Howard, Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, Iguodala. No, sorry, not Iguodala. Ariza. Okay. That's it. No, 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 no. There's Ooh. someone else that uh that came to that oh, team. Ta- too. No, no, no. It was Horton. It was Horton. You have Taylor and Horton Tucker, and then yeah. there's someone else on the team that, that's in the that's like plays. There's someone else. So that's ten. Like you only play know, during a regular season ten. I don't know, man. Don't and know. into the playoffs, you knock it down to eight. I don't know. I personally think one of their additions aren't going to be there when the end of the year comes. I think trade deadline, they're gone to get draft picks to get, uh, cause you get still got to rebuild somehow. I don't know, man. So yeah, I don't think, I don't think Rondo's going there, man, because not Rondo. I don't think Rondo or Beverly. I think Beverly goes. Yeah. Rondo, they're saying is going to get bought out in Memphis, but I think he should, I don't know how now if it's up to him. Yes. If he if he wants to stay, I think it would be great for him to stay with Ja. Yeah. Yeah. That would that would be really good. So, yeah, they yeah. don't have uh what's his name anymore from Duke. Um the dude that was tripping people. Grayson Allen. Yeah, yeah. He got traded for somebody. He got Memphis traded. Picked up, yeah, he got traded. Was for he somebody. was he part of the uh Minnesota trade? No, was it Minnesota? No, 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 no. Somewhere up north. Toronto. Yeah, Minnesota's up north. No, no. As in like up north, <laughs> as in like Toronto. <laughs> like like out of the country. Up north. <laughs> Harold says Bevish trash. Look, offensively I mean, we could yeah. make we might be able to say that, but defensively and, and his spirit to the team, that's championship teams need that. Well, I, yeah, I wouldn't really say he's a great defender, but he likes to he always defends the best player on the team though. Rondo need to go. Rondo play. is going to coach yeah, eventually. Sure. And I think he's going to be he's going to be one of those guys that get a job at like 
Memphis. a year or two after. He's going to go to University of Memphis with Penny Hardaway. Like and then come else. back in the- <laughs> Like everybody else. Rasheed Wallace is at Memphis now. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's what I'm saying. They trying to get, they trying to get the guys to come there. Yeah. To be like, yo, you trying to go to the NBA? We got Penny. We got Rasheed. I think Larry Brown is on the staff too. Yeah, Larry Brown's on the staff. Yeah. We're going to show you everything to get to the NBA. Come on. I mean, granted, <laughs> those kids ain't going to know who Larry Brown is, but yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he's old. They don't he know. Is these, old. He is these old. These kids don't know him. He is old. Hey, they don't know. I have some homework for you because I do want to talk about it. What's up? We got, you got to watch uh, Untold Malice at the Palace. On Netflix. Oh, it did come out. All right, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. only an I'm, hour long. I mean, I was there for the Malice in the Palace. You know what I'm saying? What do you I mean was, you were there? I mean, I was relevant during that time of when I saw it. You know? Oh, oh! Yeah. I was like, what? Like I saw it live. <laughs> I was like, what? You were there? I seen it. No, no, I wasn't there. Man. I was like, how do I not yeah. know this story? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I just know because that happened when I was in high school. And I I didn't watch the game that night. And then I happened to be, and this is 2004, and we'll rehash this next week when we discuss it. But 2004, you know, technology isn't what it is now. Right now. And I think we still had dial up then. I mean, some people definitely still had dial up. We had DSL, (laughs) but some people definitely had dial up still. And I just remember going to Fridays the next night and looking, I'm like, What's that that they keep on replay? And the reason why it was big news or why, because Clemson and South Carolina on the very next day, which was the Saturday, yeah, they had a fight. <laughs> and so they were showing both fights back to back. And I'm like, well, hold on. Like, I missed a lot. Like, but yeah. So, so watch, uh, watch, um, yeah, I didn't know it came out already. Watch Malice. Yeah, it came out last, uh, Tuesday. It's about an hour hour and like 10 minutes not that long i wish it could have been a little bit longer but it, it was still still good uh so we could discuss it next week on okay. the podcast so it's not going to be another me binge watching a show no no no. it's not a binge like, watching like two two days straight of yeah like a month long ep- uh, i mean blame show. blame your cousin for that perfect because uh, i'm blaming me. you and not me <laughs> because if i knew that the other person wasn't going to be here i wouldn't have rushed you no, to I watch it but you know i mean i kind of rushed myself perfect. i think i rushed myself people don't okay. communicate yeah. you know we're supposed to talk about it today and right. then they're like oh well, i'm not actually here you know things We've like been, that. we were supposed to talk about a couple of things with her and exactly cousin Juancito and it didn't happen exactly you know yeah. you know anyways yeah. last before we get out of this NBA segment uh, the NBA parts of the NBA schedule have been uh, announced was good opening night or opening week you have a uh, Tuesday October 19th uh, two games at 730 p.m. Brooklyn Nets at the Milwaukee Bucks 10 p.m. Golden State Warriors at the Los Angeles Lakers on Wednesday, October 20th at 7.30 p.m. We have Boston Celtics at New York Knicks and at 10 p.m. Denver Nuggets at the Phoenix Suns. Thursday, October 21st, there's Mm -hmm. the Dallas Mavericks at Atlanta Hawks at 7.30. At 10, we have the Clippers at the Warriors. Then on Friday, October 22nd at 7.30, you have Nets 
at the 76ers and um, at 10 p.m. There's the Suns at the Lakers. And then Christmas Day starts off with um, at 12 p.m. Uh, Hawks at the Knicks. You know, the Knicks always get the 12 p.m. game, except the last two years. They they've been so bad that the, they just haven't put the Knicks on Christmas. Knicks <laughs> have been a state. That's like taking the Cowboys of the Lions off of Thanksgiving just because you're like, dog, y'all are so bad. No, don't even don't even bring that up. But Hawks at Knicks at 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. You have at 2.30 p.m. Celtics at Bucks. You have at 5 p.m. Warriors at Suns, 8 p.m. Nets at Lakers, and 10.30 we have uh, Mavericks at Jazz. That is- why, why have a 10.30 game on Christmas? Because people watch. I know I do. <laughs> or at least I put it on. You try to watch after. Look, look, look. If well, no. I am kind of passed out still, by 11. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> after all the food we eat with our families, you know what I'm saying? 10 oh, o'clock, we, we about passed out on the couch. And the game think, might be on, but we passed out. Yeah. You know and the thing about it is, in my family, you know, we have uh, Noche Buena. So the night before. Oh, we have that's dinner. right. And then I go to my parents' house that's and we right. have dinner. I forgot so it's all back to back nights. Yeah. So my Christmas night, I yeah. am passed out. What is Christmas? What day of the week is Christmas this year? Is it a Saturday? That's a good question. It should, I think you said it was Saturday. No, I no. think it is a Saturday. It is a Saturday. So it is a Saturday. Okay. I get to relax on Sunday. It ain't going to be that bad. Yeah, I get to relax on Sunday. Friday night's going to be lit. Yeah. And then Saturday. Get to relax on Sunday, watch some NFL football on Sunday. Well, how's that, man? Oh, that's Saturday's gonna be a little weird for you for Christmas. Why you say that? Cause you got grandma and them. You got the church thing on Saturday. Man, it's still Christmas, dog. <laughs> it's still Christmas. You ain't gonna be able to enjoy it. Nah, I'll should, be watching you know it. <laughs> I'll be watching. <laughs> so those are the Christmas Day games. Let's now get into the NFL. Some uh, news came out of the NFL with Deshaun Watson. Have you heard any of that? Um, I just know he got released. Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Why did, did I see you, something? I did swear you, I saw Did you something see got... something that I didn't see? <laughs> I like, thought what? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I, happened. I swear he got released. I know I took a nap today, but I don't think I missed that. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't know, bro. No, he Go did ahead. not, he did he not released, get released. So. Oh, that's some, uh, some more stuff came out about uh, the allegations against him. Uh, Harold Law oh, says, uh, hold on. Harold Law says, free my man. That's what he <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I mean that. I, I think he should have just been released by now. If you know <laughs> so, uh, some more stuff came out. Uh, one of the accusers spoke about their interaction. Look, we've said this from the jump, and my stance hasn't changed. Deshaun Watson is an extreme creep. He has no game for the fact that he has to go through all of these hoops to try and get some sexual fantasies off when he is Deshaun Watson. Wow. Like, come on. Like, we like, don't know. We don't know. We, th- we don't know yet. Man. Look, look, we don't based know. on the evidence that they've shown <laughs> so far. They can't. They haven't shown any evidence. Evidence, sir. 
What do you mean? They had they showed the text nah. messages and the you're uh, gonna have that. You're gonna the have the IG that. messages. You gotta wait until the evidence comes out in court. I mean, it was for court. The true evidence. Sir. It was court. They were it in wasn't court. court. They it were in court. court. No, it was a weren't. deposition. So you don't count. <laughs> you don't count. So so we uh, need jury. We need grand jury <laughs> and testimony. So um, you know, information came out. Look. The dude's a creep. He's a pervert. It's just that based on what what was done, it's kind of that's the weird that's the gray area of uh, sexual crimes. It's like, well, did you as the victim, and in this case it is a woman, and in a lot of cases it is women, but victims in general, did you say no verbally? Did you was your social cues enough to basically say no? And that's that's the problem. That is the problem right there where things are not clear. And we get in a situation like this. Uh, she was not a massage therapist. She owned a massage business, but she herself was not a massage therapist, wasn't licensed. However, still hmm. accepted the the uh the 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 assignment for Deshaun Watson and yeah it it's all messy bro it's all it's, messy it's all, look, and then the FBI is involved like, so oh. that one threw me off I'm like where is the have, FBI coming into this we'll see supposedly back in April um Deshaun contacted FBI about extortion. Oh, yes. I because of one of the plaintiffs, one of the plaintiffs that are in this case suing him. Mm. So now with everything else going on, they're now going to Busby or whatever his name yes. is. Yes. And been interviewing the plaintiffs and whatnot because they have something like it seems like partially some of this is extortion. They want to see if this is actually true or not so they get involved that's a whole nother thing bro like who knows come because i mean we always had that question inside also it was like is this because he they always screamed money mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i don't know man that's why i say i'll wait until grand jury and anything to even have any opinion on this whole thing be honest with you I think that's kind of why the NFL is kind of like staying back on the sidelines with this too. The NFL is uh, doing. I mean, the, they're doing uh, like a mini investigation type. Yeah, they're stuff. doing their investigation, but but they're, they're not a, doing like they usually do. Where yeah, they're not reacting and just no, they're not. They're waiting until you know all the other stuff goes on before they even make a decision on Deshaun. Do you think the NFL? Hasn't put Deshaun on the commissioner's exempt list because based on their evidence, they haven't found enough. I mean, or based on their investigation, they haven't found enough evidence so far. Or, or are they like, we need to learn from our past mistakes and really wait till everything comes out. Which one do you think, think it is? I think they want to, I, I think they want to wait things out just to make sure they don't jump the gun. Because, you know, we've always been like, yo, like they it's almost kind of like they messed up with the Ray Rice thing. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Then a couple of years later, then they kind of messed up on the Antonio Brown thing, mm-hmm. which has that even been? Yeah, he he, he served his suspension. Yeah, no, no, he's... not the suspension. I mean, is that case even that? I have no anything? idea, but it's yeah. not a peep. Went to the Buccaneers, <laughs> won a Super Bowl. Right. Not a peep has come out. So, I'm like, wait, uh, okay, uh, is this still going on? What? But uh, I think that's what it is. They're just they've done things so weirdly lately that they haven't like even the dude that uh was the offensive lineman that uh beat his girl wheeler wheeler like have we heard anything about that he's just got released remember he got released and so he's not on the team i know he said he was going to uh watch but still like you would have thought the nfl would have said something well we know why they ain't gonna say nothing you know about him specifically (laughs) they not going they not gonna say nothing about him let but, someone else I mean, not be. I mean, look at Antonio Brown. He wasn't on a team, <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, you about yeah. to get this eight game suspension." That's, well, see, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before so, you even get on a team, but I mean, like you, you didn't hear nothing about that at all on the NFL side at all. So. Yeah, I think, we'll I think they're learning. I think they're learning from past yeah. mistakes and just saying, "Hey, let's really wait till everything comes out because right. you don't want to be in a situation like Ray Rice, where all right, the evidence we have." You're going to get a couple games or three games or four games. And in the case of Ray Rice, it was two games. Right. And then literally the day he's about to return, DMZ drops the video and is like, okay, indefinitely. So right. you don't want to be in that situation again. And he had to have a judge get involved. And next you know, he's like, well, nope, they got to take him off the suspension. So, yeah, that's the yeah, last thing you need again. Week one of the preseason, big fan. What do you have to say about your Washington football team? Hmm. I got to work on that sound bite for y'all. There's no sound. There, what sound bite? I got to work have? on. I got to work on one. So whenever I talk about the Washington football team, Just a, yeah, okay. I guess I can do an instrumental of your fight song. Even though, is it a fight we don't, song? Anymore? We don't have the fight song. Yeah, because because it's, it's a racial slur. We don't have the fight song. So <laughs> I, I can play the yeah. instrumental. It's not saying the slur. So yeah. no, because I'm gonna start singing along to it. <laughs> I mean. We'll get shut off. So yeah. <laughs> we don't need to get shut off for that. But uh I mean they look all right. You know what I'm saying? Um quarterbacks didn't look bad at all. Um Chase started off good again. <laughs> he, he, that sack on Cam. <laughs> yeah. I was and like the mo- right. the, first of all, the move he put on the lineman yeah. to get to Cam. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. He's been working. He's been working this offseason, bro. Yes, he has. He has. Um Justin so they Fields. Look bad. They look bad. Justin okay. Fields played well. In his first preseason run, had he did have a mistake where he fumbled the ball but recovered the fumble. But other than that, he looked pretty good. Trey Lance looked really good. Yo, that touchdown. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> did you hear the uh announcers uh what he called him no. after he did, after the play? He said Trey Trey Area. <laughs> and he said it just like, you know, people from the Bay. Trey Area. I was like, what does this old white man know about this? Maybe people from the maybe everyone in the Bay says that, but I was Probably. it shocked me that this old white man definitely said it like that. I'm gonna see if after if I can find the the, the clip. But um yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> 
but yeah, he uh he played well. Um, also Zach Wilson. You know, I didn't really look to see how Zach Wilson played. I think uh, he started off slow. I think he started off real slow for some reason. Did you get to see uh, Trevor Lawrence? No, I did not. All I saw was a uh, a Tebow uh, block. that was hilarious yeah well a tebow attempted block i guess you could say i don't i don't know what that was yeah i don't know what that was look i saw more about tim tebow than trevor lawrence when it comes to what happened in the game I have no idea what happened with Trevor Lawrence, but I do know Tim Tebow missed, tried to, he was wide open, but the the ball wasn't thrown to him. And then he missed the block. And then there was a running play, which was a terrible block. Well, he was cut on Monday or Tuesday. So his uh, run at tight end is now over. It was pretty expected though. He got cut by his coach. That's, Mm. that's not a, that's not a good sign. I actually have the clip for, um, I'm going to just play the audio. But I have the uh, clip for for um, the the call for Trey Lance. Take a listen to this. Right wing next to McGlinchey. They're going to boot the quarterback left. Here he goes. Deep downfield. Trent Sherfield's got it. Trey Aereo. I'm going to have to isolate that. Uh, Trey Aereo. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Harold's talking about the um Jacksonville Jaguars offense said that they looked very sus or looked suspect. I added the very. Um did you watch the Dallas Cowboys uh big fed? Did you did you watch them? They are the Dallas Cowboys on Hard Knocks America's team. Dog. First of all, it's a cat voice. Yeah, I know you're a hater. Second of all, I've never watched an episode of Hard Knocks. You did tell me that last last yeah. week. It's yeah. an evil world we live in. But you're a hater. Yeah. <laughs> you told me you told me not to watch Hard Knocks and watch the other joint. No, I told you which ones to watch and which ones not to watch. <laughs> um, did you yeah. tell me to look at a was a Hulu? The other one that was kind of like Hard Knocks, but better. All or nothing. All or nothing. Uh, on better. Amazon yeah. Prime. Amazon. Hulu, that's, Amazon Prime. That's how know. I um started watching uh, about Manchester City. Perfect. And that's how I became a Manchester City fan. Perfect. We'll talk about that a little bit later in a quick <laughs> segment. Um, so Hard Knocks, episode two. They uh, showcase what happened after the Hall of Fame game. They get into Uh the Dak injury um, and how he is not throwing the ball until at the end, near the end of the episode, he's getting light throwing. They also get more into Micah Parsons, uh, how he, you know, wants to play more football, get more reps in the game. And they're like, nah, man, you already did enough work. The starting defense against the Cardinals in that game looked Good. I'm not going to say great. I'm not going to say elite. They just look good. And Your the fact that they look, look good is an improvement from the last two seasons. So the, D, the DBs, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Michael Parsons, yeah. too, forced the fumble. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Keanu New 
Keanu Neal, excuse me. No, sorry. Keanu Neal forced the fumble, but Michael Parsons made the hit and stood, stood up the, uh, receiver to help with the fumble. They also had, uh, a undrafted rookie or no, sorry. He was undrafted rookie last year. So undrafted player, he was on the practice squad last year, but he's trying to make the team. Mm -hmm. His last name is Kamara. He's from the Ivory Coast, uh, migrated to the United States as a uh, refugee during their civil war. He went to Arizona. I'm sorry. What school did he go to? He's from, he lived in Arizona. I forgot what school he went to, but um, they were just showing how, he was trying to get used to playing the edge rusher position. Oh, wow. He's only like 230. So a little light for the edge rusher, but super fast. And in the preseason game, he had a uh, sack fumble. Oh. But then there was a flag on the play. Always the case. For for false start. So the play just didn't even count. Wow. But like they said, like the coaches and the team, they're like, yeah, it might not counted on the game, but we saw right. what you did. Right, right, and, right. And he actually had a, a decent game when I went back and looked at the highlights. In practice, he was struggling, but in the game, he actually looked uh, pretty decent. And, and, and the Cowboys aren't expecting him to be a starter, but they want to see if he can be a rotational type guy. Right. So uh, that was uh, pretty much hard knocks for uh, this week. Hard knocks with the Dallas Cowboys. They are the Dallas Cowboys. Nobody cares. America's team. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody literally cares at all. Let's now get to Major League Baseball. Talking about uh, sexual allegations. Oh, Trevor no. Bauer. Some news broke about Trevor Bauer just a couple hours ago. Uh, the temporary restraining order that his... Uh, his um, accuser had against him has dissolved. The judge looked at all the evidence and man. So they, they, this is what they, this is what we found out from the hearing Mm. that they, they released all the text messages. Mm. She said she wanted rough sex Mm. and even uh, she said she uh, wanted to be choked out. That was I saw they showed it on ESPN today. Yeah, she said we, she wanted to be choked I, out. I thought we knew all that. No, 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 no. We didn't know. So initially it was she wanted rough sex and didn't mind choking. What we saw was she wanted to be choked out. There's there's a difference between being <laughs> choked and choked out when it comes. And so she wanted to basically be oh, unconscious. No. And oh. that's what Trevor Bauer did. Oh, um, no. Now, I, this is the thing that they're still contending. The accusers contending that he continued having sex with her once she was unconscious. So they're still trying to uh, when it gets to the actual trial, that is their um, basically their their case Jeez. that they're trying to make that Trevor Bauer continued having a sexual act act with her while she was unconscious. More things came out before Trevor Bauer. OK, this is and, weird. And it explains oh. it explains why she, it took her 40 days to even put the restraining order from the incident okay. to when the restraining order came. She did not want to be slut shamed. Understandably, because what came out was, is, it, is, is that really slut shaming now? Well, it is because this is what came out after. Okay. Let me know. Okay. Let me, um, let me listen. Let me listen. Go ahead. She before Trevor Bauer, what has came out in the hearing was she was with Fernando Tatis Jr. 
of the Padres. Ooh, okay. And their pitcher Clevenger. Ooh. And she in text messages with her friends mm-hmm. said, Yeah, I can take advantage of Trevor Bauer. He's just as stupid as Fernando Tatis and Clevenger. Ooh. Yeah. That's not looking good for her. Not looking not good. Not looking for her. good for her by any means. Just just with that alone. Yes. Not looking good. Oh, I'ma say the same thing I said about Deshaun Watson. Trevor Bauer is still a pervert, still a creep. Yeah, he's weird. He's weird. <laughs> like but there's they, you know what I'm saying? There's there's weird people do weird sex things. And I think what he did was wrong, and I'm standing behind that. Now, yeah. legally, criminally, I don't know. I'm not an attorney. So that's the difference. So I still think he's wrong. Harold he asks how weird stuff. Harold asks how how does she know if she was unconscious? Well, <laughs> what what <laughs> she went unconscious? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Harold! She went <laughs> Harold, no. <laughs> but um, oh. they also did bring in a medical examiner, and they said the medical examiner had years of doing this um doing the what they call like the rape kits or they they have other acronyms for them and she said this was the worst that she's ever seen like the 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 bruises and the um the injuries she sustained so look i understand you want it rough but uh, i don't think anyone wants to end up in the hospital i mean uh, uh, oh man it's a messy another messy broken bones in her face Bruises, I mean, punches uh, to the genital area. Come on, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't do something like this for sure. Even we if, wouldn't do something if like you, this. if you came to me, look, if you came to me and said, "I want you to punch me in my face," it's not happening. It's just not happening. You're weird. I can't do this. I'm sorry. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you even start talking about stuff like that, I'm like, not. Nah, uh, I'm good. Hit, hit me with a belt or what? No, I'm good. Like you, you doing too much right now. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of don't want the gag in the mouth and chains and yeah. I don't, I don't want to have nothing to do with that. Like, you too weird for me. <laughs> you just, you just weird, real weird. But um, from what you tell me about Trevor Bauer, he's just, no, he's a weird he's, dude. He's just as weird. He's a so, weird dude. Like, like it yeah. seems straight up his alley. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, other news in baseball: Freddie Freeman hit for the cycle last night against the yeah, Marlins, yeah, second yeah. Braves player to do that in Braves history. Who was who was the uh, the pitcher that got the complete game? In his first oh, there debut. was a no hitter. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He he got a complete game, and it was his first major league debut. Uh, you know, it, it's it was, so funny. I don't even. Re- I know it oh, happened. I just man. don't know who it is. I can't remember who it is, yo. But it it just happened like a couple of days ago. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Freeman, though, that was that's pretty dope. I think he had a cycle before the sixth inning. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other news in Major League Baseball, you know Jack Morris. Why do I know Jack Morris? He was a pitcher for the Twins on their championship team in the early 90s. Oh, 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 oh. Also oh, is the yeah. color commentator for the um for the Detroit Tigers. Now he has a history of saying wild and reckless things. He's been reprimanded numerous times, and he keeps on coming back because he is 
a baseball legend. I, I don't know, but you know, a baseball legend. I've definitely heard the name Jack Morris before. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, well, he had something to say about Shohei Otani. Oh, Listen to this. Now, what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. What? <laughs> yes. What? For those that might have missed it, let's uh play it again. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. Mm. He then issued Damn. an issued an apology. Damn the the apology was kind of weak. You know, if I offended anyone, I'm sorry. You know, and I don't want to be offensive to the Asian community. Um, but it wasn't as bad as bad as Ken Rosenthal last year. Remember, uh, remember when he, he he was doing his apology and it was a home run and he broke. He was like, oh, and there's a home run in center field, and then continued his <laughs> apology. It wasn't as bad as that one. Uh, but yeah, man. Well, see, that's kind of bad because hello, Shelly is from Japan, right? Yes. Why was he trying to sound like Bruce Bruce Lee? But see, that's the, that's the problem you know when you saying? when you lump all Asians you know together with stereotypical <laughs> language. Like, this is like, what you get. He did kind of sound like Bruce Lee a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, but and he's that old. They're old enough to know, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah, Errol wow. said he got caught up in his whiteness. Yes, for sure, <laughs> for sure. White people, white people. Uh, 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 Since the beginning of time, I can't. I can't. Or the beginning of whiteness. Oh. I gonna say time, you know. Come on, Jack. <laughs> Come on, so, yeah, Jack. He was actually suspended today or yesterday indefinitely. So, oh, you know, okay. I, he'll ultimately get his job back, I believe, unless. <laughs> They're like, look, we've gone through this already. Detroit has had a history with their color commentators and their and their uh, play by play uh, announcers. So this is not their first time having controversy uh, along these lines. Let's now get into our quick hitters. Manchester City fell in their opening game. It's an evil world we live in. Doing Manchester City things. Yeah, I know. You and yeah. you and my friend Rome were laughing at me on Twitter. And they're like, yo, why, why are you laughing at my pain that Manchester yeah. City fell? The English premier champion fell week one. In the uh, English Premier League season, they should be able to bounce back in their they second match. Oh, they definitely should. They should be. <laughs> they're they're playing a bottom level team. <laughs> they should. <laughs> they should. The race of the century, Big Ten. Which hold up? This is not the uh, what you call it? The Tyree. Tyreek Hill. Well, there's that one. There's Tyreek uh, Hill versus Usain Bolt. Usain yeah. Bolt's going to put a gold medal down. Tyreek Hill is going to put a Super Bowl, Super Bowl ring. ring on the on the uh, on the line, and they're going to race 100 meter dash. Honestly, Thad, right now, who do you mm-hmm. think wins that? Right now, mm-hmm. no training, nothing. Well, I mean, well, see, this is the thing. That's you got to tell me. You got to tell me. You got to give me the parameters. We obviously know Tyreek Hill's training because he's in the NFL. He's at least active. Uh, I we're, don't we're, know. We're talking. We're talking track training. Yes, I know. I yeah. don't know what Usain Bolt's doing though. That's what I'm saying. That's the thing. I don't that's know. When if you say right now. When you say right now, right now, is it like off the street go? Yeah, I don't know. Off I don't know what he's go, doing. Off the street go. 
I might still have. Well, actually, where is is the race going to be on the track? I just get me on the street. That's the thing. It's still not still not even clear. We don't know if it's okay. going to be on a track. It, we don't no, know if it's going to be on grass. It, we don't know if it's going to be on pavement. All right. So if it's on track, uh, I give it to you Usain Bolt. Okay. If it's on like a field, I give Tyreek. Mm. Very interesting. I and that, that that's an interesting perspective. I, and I think it may come down. You've seen what happened to DK Metcalf. Yes, he got on that track, and even though he ran fast, even though he ran, he ran fast. He ran fast, and he stayed with them. And then that last, like leg, the, that last like leg, that last seventy-five meter mark, leg, that last <laughs> leg, you you can see the the non, yeah. Oh man! But um, the real the real race of the century. Uh-huh. This weekend, Saturday in Oregon, Shakara Richardson is going to face Elaine oh, Thompson Hera. Uh, she's also going to face uh, what's her name, uh, Shelly Ann Pry- Frazier. She's she facing all four of them, all three of them. Yep, 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 yep. So they're going to finally get the chance to race at this event in Oregon. She loses. She's going to lose by. She's going to lose. It's going to be a nice little gap between her, between them and her. And she's going to lose. Yeah, I I think uh, we don't know what she, how the training was going. So I just got to go what happened with the Olympics. I I think the Jamaican young women are going to win uh, this specific race. Uh, Let's now get to our champ and chump of the week. We celebrate those who do well. Wow, winning. And criticize those who don't. Loser! You're a loser! Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be, because you are dirt! It's our champ. Let's go, champ! And chump. Now this guy's a chump. Of the week. (laughs) Still cracks you up. You know, that kills me every time, man. (laughs) That kills me every time. Let's go, champ! (laughs) Oh man, big fan. Who's your champ of the week? Christy Tolliver. Baby wanna chill. Got hired as an assistant coach for the Dallas Mavericks. Mm, yes. You know, of course we know her as a former assistant coach for the Wizards. So yeah, man. I'm, let's go, Dallas. Good job. Now next thing is to get uh Becky Hammond as a head coach somewhere. Yep, good to go. yep, yep, yep. Um, because this was off the cuff, um, I, I I forgot his name honestly. So my champ of the week Perfect. is up. Oh, my fault. Wrong soundbite. My <laughs> champ of the week goes to the San Francisco. 49ers He's he was doing TV that day, but usually he's the radio announcer. Baby, wanna chill? Who came up and said this? Trey Area! <laughs> That's my champ of the week, man. I gotta give it to him. Baby champ of champ. the week. I forgot his name because I do listen to sometimes Niners games on the radio. They always say mm. his name, but I can't remember what oh, it is. Uh, Big Thad, who's your chump of the week? <laughs> Rashawn Jones. Because you're a chump. Damn. Yeah. Just got arrested for uh the 2006 murder of his teammate, Miami Hurricanes teammate, Brian. It's Hammond. an evil world we live in. 
Who's mm. the teammate? Big Fab, repeat Brian, that. Brian Pata. Yeah, I remember, man. Yeah, it's 15 years ago. Yeah. Almost, almost 16 years ago. Jeez. But yeah, man. <laughs> Somehow got arrested now for that. Like, yeah. Right before we came on, I saw ESPN talk about it and they said that he was, he's been like a person of interest since it happened. But, you know, he, he, uh, you know, continued to profess his innocence. And then, uh, they did some more investigation. And then ESPN, I guess, had a, uh, investigative, uh, journalistic, uh, uh, segment on, I believe, uh-huh. in outside the lines. And just that shed more light on the situation. And uh yeah, he was arrested today and charged first degree murder, man. Yeah. Man, rest in peace to Brian Petta and, and prayers to his family. His teammate. And yeah, his own teammate. And, and they, they did say on ESPN that even they don't have any documentation or any um sources telling them what the motive was so right, right, no right. one knows as of now we'll, we will find out during the trial uh my chump of the week has to i mean it has to go to uh, jack morris because you're a chump come on man I, I know you old i know you know shohei is asian but come on man you can't be using uh asian stereotypes uh you know period but especially on national television man you cannot do that um that'll wrap it up here for our chump of the week let's now get to our sports free zone there was an earthquake on saturday morning in Haiti on the western side of the island. Uh, thousands of people unfortunately have passed away. This is what 11 years after the the uh, earthquake in 2010. They're dealing with not just the earthquake. It's been that long? Yeah, they're dealing with the earthquake. Is, they're dealing man. with COVID-19. They're dealing with an unstable government because of the assassination of their previous uh uh, president there a lot is going on man we got to pray for them they were dealing with it did i mention the storm that came through too did i mention that Mm-mm. it was a storm on monday that came through haiti yeah man a lot man so let's remember those uh people from haiti mm. uh there's a lot of haitians in this area a lot of haitians in southern in like florida yeah. in new york um and i believe boston Man, I know a lot of people have family down there. I have friends, Haitian friends. So, yeah, man, got to pray for them. Hopefully things get better for them. Afghanistan, unrest in Afghanistan after the United States pulled out their troops several weeks ago. The Taliban is in control already. And um, man, that, that, that's what was kind of expected for me, anyways. Yeah, we kind of knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, it just I don't think we had come to grips of what was actually going to happen and how quickly it was going to happen like that. But uh, yeah, so so yeah, we, we the United States goes over there in Afghanistan after September 11th. You know, talking about the, you know Al Qaeda and their base was was there. And um, then a couple years later, transitioned to Iraq with Saddam Hussein. So things kind of and still the U.S. had missions and obviously bases and things uh, going on there. 
but you know, we were in Af- Iraq for so long and then transitioned back to Afghanistan, trying to create a democracy and all sorts of stuff like that. And uh, they, there was some progress. There were plenty. There were there were enough people who were enough uh, Afghan Afghanistan uh, citizen Afghani Afghani. Af- <laughs> you're right. I, I, yeah. I was. It's okay. It's okay. I was sitting there like, man, what is what is, what is the correct name again? I can't remember. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they 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 had there were those who 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 really wanted the Americans there to at least make things better because with the Taliban there, especially for women and children, it was very oppressive to them. Right. right. But as Americans, we always do American things. Also, we, we you <laughs> know, get ourselves involved in stuff that we shouldn't get. Yeah, about. and yeah. um, you know, we 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 try to put our values on a culture that has their own values that are right. just when you think about in the grand scheme just as good as ours like you know you know we, we don't we're not better over here yeah we have democracy but some countries don't need democracy and let those countries deal with those situations but so we've been there for basically 20 20 years yeah yeah president biden made his push during the election campaign that we're gonna get out of afghanistan and he was gun ho about that and i believe that was his biggest um Biggest um, mistake there. He gave a very definitive promise. If I'm elected, we're going to get out of there in a certain amount of time without knowing everything that's been going on. We then find out that President Trump, while he was in office, uh, decided to uh, make a deal with the Taliban. Don't be rude. And, you know, to basically assist with the U.S. getting out and the Taliban basically taking control of of the country. So you have that going on before Biden even got there. You know, President Obama didn't really. There were efforts to try and get the U.S. out, but that failed. Biden was obviously there. So maybe that's why Biden thought, hey, I could get it done because things should be better now. You know, four years after I had left, things should be better. But it it wasn't. It wasn't better. And um, yeah, the Taliban took over videos of individual Taliban in the street basically are blocking Afghanis who want to get to the airport to flee the country under with U.S. assistance. There are people who are scared because they're like, look, I have documentation saying that I can leave the country because, you know, I'm trying to get refugee status, but I can't even get to the airport because there's checkpoints along the way and they're beating and, and caning, even killing people who, who want to um want to flee, basically saying that, hey, you shouldn't be wanting to leave the country. You should be here to try and help. The Afghanis that don't trust the Taliban are scared. It's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, man, the U.S. We're kind of. Did you ever read the book The Great Gatsby? A long, long time ago. It was at the very end of the book. But do you remember the line where one of the characters discusses Tom and Daisy? You remember Tom and Daisy? Yeah. And they say Tom and Daisy basically go to a city, make a mess of everyone's life in the city, right? And then dip, 
<laughs> yeah. And in the Great Gatsby, that's what happened. They went they went to New York. They made a mess in numerous people's lives. And then out. just was like, all right, we're out. I'm about to go to Chicago. We're out. Mm, deuces. <laughs> and that's the US. We go to countries, make a mess. And then when we want out, we just say, all right, we're good. Right. We're about to dip. I honestly think I honestly think we should have just rolled out when uh they got uh Ben Laden. And that was another right. thing. It was all, you know, we're trying to find Ben Laden, da 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 da. That happened yeah. how many years ago was that? Was that two thousand nine or ten? When we got him? Yeah, like one or, or eleven, yeah, one of those years. It might have been nine, come to think about it. It was yeah, one of those it yeah. was it was nine it or was ten early, or eleven. It was early, it was early in it was in the first term yeah, of Obama's term. Obama. Yeah, it was early in his first term. Yeah. It happened just randomly in the middle of the night. Yeah. I remember yeah. Sunday night. I remember yeah. watching uh was watching Sunday night baseball. <laughs> and the joint just cut off. <laughs> and they just were like they even spoke about it like they broke in. Well, they didn't break in. The announcers during the game brought it up and was like, hey, we killed a Ob- uh, Bin Laden. And like people in the crowd are like cheering, but nothing's going on in the game right, to be right, cheering. And they're right, like, right. you realize people are seeing it on their cell phones, what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, downtown DC, you know, people went to the White House, celebrated, da 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 da. But, you know, that's us Americans. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we ain't learned from the Russians either. So, nah, yeah. man. Nah, Russians did the same thing. That didn't work out too well. U.S. is number one in athletics and the military. <laughs> Perfect. That is it. <laughs> Eminem saw this on Twitter. Uh-oh. People were talking about Eminem and someone asked, yo, why has Eminem's music not aged well? And I'm like, hmm. I think it just hasn't aged well because of the subject matter and not that, you know, Look, hip hop is misogynistic. Hip hop is violent. Hip hop is sexually suggestive or sexually explicit. I'm not going to sit here and act naive and sit here and be like, (laughs) hip hop is conscious. You know, there's a lot of that. And especially now, it's most rappers. I mean, they're not even talking about real violence. They're just more talking about money they make. Like, gangster rap isn't really in anymore. Gangster rap, there is no such thing as gangster rap. You know, everyone's talking about money and the women and the sex game, blah, 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 blah. Well, people, you know, so it made me think about Eminem. I'm like, yo, but Eminem, though, like going back and listening to his old music. He killed his mom on like every record. Yeah, yeah, to me, it's very cringy. (laughs) Like I cannot play, especially the Marshall Mathers MP, EP. What that was like one of his best. Yeah, but it's it's wild. Like like you mentioned, killing his mother, killing his ex wife. You know, going around slaughtering homosexuals. My like, dad's gone crazy. Yeah, you know that that it's. Yo, I don't care what anybody says. I liked all those albums, except maybe one. And I, I think mean, I, I, the last I one I, I really. Only, I think I only say except only one because I didn't even listen to it. The last one that I really liked is the Eminem show. Mm. That's the last one I really liked. Oh, was it Relapse? 
Relapse was been good. Re- it was I think good. It was, relapse it was good, but I it really it, didn't really listen to because he was off his drugs. Yeah, but relapse was yeah. good, but it still it was different. It was more poppy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But and it was good for the first time. Once he then went to the next album, which was still a little poppy, <laughs> he was like, "All right." But then it's almost like, "Yo, he's talking about his life now. He's rich. His yeah. mother's not really in his life." Seems like he has a good another significant other. Like yeah. his problems are going to be a little different now, yeah. and maybe that's why. But yeah, listening to his old music is really cringy. Yeah, like I don't feel comfortable playing that with Rosie in the car. <laughs> like I don't. You're not, you're not supposed to. Like I don't feel unless she likes Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Unless she likes. She did Eminem like Eminem more back younger, then. and yeah. that's the thing. But see, y'all were younger. Y'all didn't even realize what you were listening to. No, no, no. I <laughs> knew it was listened to. I knew it was so bad that I made sure my parents didn't know I was listening to Eminem. That's how bad oh, yeah. it was. You would have never made it out the house, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, we. I was just, when Eminem just. Broke I was in middle school, but the uh, the Marshall Mathers EP came out when I was in eighth grade, and I remember because people at oh, school yeah, got it, so, so we listened young. to it. I forgot in eighth oh, grade, man. and then the Eminem show came out, I believe, when I was in tenth or maybe eleventh grade. Jeez, and you know, you, and then he also had the D twelve group, the you yeah, know the yeah, albums yeah, they had yeah. and stuff, Purple Hills. And, yeah, yeah, it's just. It's cringy now, man. It really is. I cannot. I cannot put that in the car and blast it on, on the road because people are gonna look at me crazy. They gonna look at me and I'm like, "Yo, what are you listening to?" Dead. Like you say, every song he's killing M his was mother. Wild, M was know. wild and I loved it, yo. It's Kim, like- Kim is you know getting on his nerves. You know, and I'm just like uh, Kim was in the back of a car, yeah, taped up, yeah. yeah, always talking about Mariah Carey, you know, so much that she then came up with her song, yeah, you know, all the who, all the, who wouldn't want to talk about Mariah Carey though, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, man, if you it's could just, make money off of that, yeah, I would definitely talk about her too. It's it's just is not yeah. it was not a good look for. <laughs> And that's why now, I, like, even when he comes out with stuff, I'm kind of like, I don't really want to listen to this because when you were, you know, <laughs> when you were really you good, you also your get. subject matter was like really, and that's you the don't thing. Know, you don't know what you're going to get. You're not sure what you're going to get. That's what it is. And let me read this tweet <laughs> verbatim because this was the best explanation okay. that I saw for, um, for what someone said about Eminem and it's from uh Quantessential on Twitter. Mm. He says shock raps were just destined to age terribly. And that's what made a long, and that's what he made a long living off of. Even if the technical ability of his raps were elite. So lyrically, yes, the wordplay, the vocabulary, the flow, the bars, a1. That's what makes Eminem one of the greatest rappers of all time. But at the same time, you're like, yo, but your, your music is aging terribly. <laughs> and that was a great explanation. Yeah, it aged terribly. Yeah, I got you. I got but at you. the same time, we can't knock that he actually is a good lyricist. So, yep, yep, yep. That will wrap it up I'm here. A, I'm at the blast Eminem <laughs> during the week just to see what happens. <laughs> That'll wrap it up here for our sports free zone. Let's now get to our Reddit topic of the week. Every week we go on Reddit 
find an interesting topic, bring it here for you all. I saw something from Reddit and it was a quote from Jimmy Buss, the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers. And she had an interesting and I wish, geez, don't tell me I lost it. Man, I don't have it. I got you. Hold on. Oh, I sent it to you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's what I'm going to do. Go. I'm going to go back in the text. Here you message. go. Here you go. Here you go. It's coming. There you go. Right now. I got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jeannie Buss was asked about the play-in tournament in the NBA. And she said, quote, I could see where it's kind of fun for one game, but I don't want to diminish what happens in the regular season. They like to say that it combats tanking, and I think tanking would be best served by losing draft picks, something that hurts the basketball department. And uh, there was a full quote. She said, I obviously see the excitement of it. If we would have lost two games, we wouldn't have been in the playoffs at all. And that's and that's a tough pill to swallow when you've been in the top eight for the entire season. You never dropped out of the playoff position. But yet, you know, you can lose two games. And that's what happened to Golden State. They were at the eighth spot and then they ended up losing to us and then to Memphis and they didn't make it into the playoffs. I could see where it's kind of fun for one game, but I don't want to diminish what happens in the regular season. He says, then she goes on to say, I like to say that it combats tanking. And I think tanking would be best served by losing draft picks, something that hurts the basketball department as opposed to a financial punishment, right? Because the general manager's job is based on wins and losses. The general manager's job isn't based on how many season tickets you sell or how many sponsors. Hmm. So um, she had that to say about it. Now, made me think about some uh, proposals for the NBA. Mm-hmm. And one of them, let's stick with the stick with the NBA play in. Should the NBA play in tournament remain? Hmm. I don't think it should be one game. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in the tenth spot, you got to win two to go in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Say you're in one and done. I think it should be a series. Mm-hmm. I think if you do a play-in tournament, I think it should be a series. So you have an extra series to get into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think they should do it that way. I don't think they should just do a one. A one and done. But then again, others could say he's like, well, anything could happen in any game. You know what I'm saying? So you got one game to just do what you do. But I think it should be a series instead of just a one game or two to win type deal. Now, how do you set that up without creating a competitive disadvantage for the other teams that are waiting for this series to end. Is it really a competitive uh, according to these 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 players? Yes. According to them. That's what they say. They don't want to be waiting a few days after uh, the postseason. I mean, I don't I don't think I don't know, man. I don't think it is. 
I don't think it is. You might be rusty for like, what, the first quarter or two? But You know what I'm saying? But then again, you got to think about it on the other side. They just played a series. So they haven't had the rest that you've had. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even though that degree is like, you're kind of at an advantage because you're rusted and ready to go while they're putting in all this work. That's a whole series, mind you, a whole series ahead of yours. You know what I'm saying? So it can be seen on both sides because, you know, some players feed off of that constantly playing and going. But then some of them you can see where some games they're just flat out dead. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's, it's, it's a toss up. You know what I'm saying? But I do think it should be a series and not just a one win based on your playoff spot, you go in or you have to win two to get in. You know what I'm saying? I think it should be a literally a series and then go. What do you think about this? And I literally just thought about it. Let's say you structure the season, the regular season to end. First of all, should, should the play in be for let's, let's, let's get that straight. Which team should be playing in the play-in? Should it be like? Should it just be the last? Should it be the last two versus the like teams seven and eight playing against teams nine and ten? We're leaving it at that. Like it's been, yeah. Okay, so should we? Are you thinking that? Nine this is what and I'm, ten, nine and ten play their series. The winner that plays the eight seed. This is what I'm thinking it should be. I just had an idea. Okay. You end the season on Friday. Okay. Or even Saturday. You have the seven seed play the ten seed. Right. And the eight seed play the nine seed. Right. And the best of three series in both conferences. Mm-hmm. And you have them play on Monday at the higher seed, Tuesday at the lower seed. Mm-hmm. And if you need a game three, Thursday back at the higher seed. Okay. So, yes, it is three games and four nights or four days. But you have the other six teams in each conference still get their week rest. And you can still then start the postseason normally on the next on the next Saturday. So whoever wins, if it has to go three games, they then go to face the next team either Saturday or Sunday, depending on which how the scheduling goes. But what do you think about that? A three game series Monday. Tuesday and if necessary Thursday. Yeah. You know I'm down with the series. And I I I'm cool with that as a fan. And honestly, you could set up the games kind of like the the NCAA tournament. There's going to be four games. Four games for Monday and Tuesday. And you can set it up where one of the games is probably look we saw with the pandemic and I understand the pandemic. I understand we're going to eventually get back to normal life, but we saw 
that at the end of the day, if you put an NBA game on in the middle of the day, people will still watch it. People will still watch it. it, People will still watch it. Didn't we have a football game early too? We had a few like, football games like that played four, like during three. the we had a game that was played. We had a football game that was played on a Wednesday, I believe. At in like the middle three, of the day. Like like five. Like four <laughs> or five in the afternoon. In the yeah. yes. Like we yeah. had that. And yeah. people watched it. Ratings were whatever. All right. Like if 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 you tell the NBA fan, hey, it's only one week, you gotta commit that. You might have to watch this game on your cell phone, or you may have to watch, or you may take the day off. Say, hey man. Just like the NCAA tournament, I'm taking the day off to watch these NBA games. Right. You can have a game at one, game a game at 3.30, mm-hmm. game at six, and a game at nine. And then you do it the next day at the at the alternate, the other the alternate team's home. And if you gotta go to a game three, you do it on Thursday. That way you still get a so everyone else gets a week break. They can relax. A week isn't that long where you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm really going to get rusty. And it's a it's a break for the other 12 teams, six from each conference. It's not like it's not a situation where, like, you know, we saw this with. Remember the Lakers back in 2001, they swept everyone leading up to the finals. Right, right. So they couldn't, they always had a break, an extended break. And the 76ers went to game seven with the Bucks. So you had a team that only played four games and a team that played seven. Then they started the finals. I mean, maybe you could say the, the Lakers were rusty, but they ultimately won in five games. Right. And would have probably swept them if Iverson didn't go off of 48. Yeah, and that was game one, right? Yeah, and that was game one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, come on, man. But that was one team dealing with the break. Right, right. This right, is right. 12 teams dealing with the break. Right. No, I think. And I don't believe you're going to be at a real competitive disadvantage if one team plays two games back to back or even three games in four nights and then have to play you two, two or three days later. Yeah, that makes sense to me. So yeah, I think we just figured out the NBA. Yeah, we, we just figured, figured it out. <laughs> we just figured out the NBA. <laughs> Perfect. Adam Silver, we want our money. Yes, we want royalties yeah, for this. We want royalties for this. <laughs> we said it here. We want royalties. What about this, Big Fan? And we've been championing this for years on uh-huh. the Sports Reality Podcast. Just start the regular season on Christmas Day. Yeah. Start it on Christmas Day. Now... If the players are cool with it, I would like that. Now, some players are going to say, look, summertime is literally the only time I get to have with with family. If I'm a team that's playing deep into the postseason, I don't have much time because think about it. We think about summer break differently because in the DMV, school for the most part doesn't start until the last week of August or after or Labor Day. After Labor Day, yeah. Yep. If you go down south, they've already been two weeks in school. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and in some places, they've been going to school year round. Yeah. So that's the thing. If, if, if the NBA players would have to agree upon it, but if they agree upon it, it'll be so perfect to just start on Christmas Day. So you avoid the NFL. 
Right. You avoid the NFL. You avoid the ratings that ratings drop that you get from competing with the NFL. You You, pretty much get every Sunday after. After February, the first week in February. Yeah. yeah. Every Sunday, you're going to dominate the ratings. Saturdays, it might be a little tough. Saturdays, you'll dominate because. No, just college basketball, just bowl season. Oh, oh, that you're talking about that. Okay, the the, when the beginning of the season starts. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because from Christmas to just after the third week of January. Yeah, is bowl season. So, and let's be real, this postseason. When did it start? I'm gonna look up the dates. Yeah, look that up because and it was seventy two games, but I'm gonna look up the date. Two thousand twenty one NBA playoffs. Because we already know, okay, there's sixteen teams that make it. That means fourteen teams don't make it. When you don't the, make it, you get you get all start? the break you want. When did the Olympics start? July. Yeah, mid July. So they had about three. No, not even three weeks. They had like a week. A week between the finals and the Olympics. Yeah, but that per was se, for per se, two per teams. Se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. ultimately affected three players. Yeah. So they, before that, the start of three weeks, say three weeks, three, three, four, almost a month. The start of the postseason was on May 23rd. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So about a month. Yeah. So for Fort or May 22nd, excuse me. Mm. So for 14 teams, you are now was 72 games. So let's set that's something we got to think about. When you add 10 games, are you adding the 10 games? Are you adding the 10 games? Are you still end around the same time or are you stretching it out? But. Let's put it like this. You can 14? end it. No, no, you can end it still around them because remember, you got to think about it. They all star break was long. And they spaced games out between they did. games. You know what I'm saying? I think they even canceled it, not canceled, postponed a few games because of COVID. Oh, also, though, we do got to remember they did have back to backs and certain. No, well, they still have back to backs. It's just. You had a lot of home back to backs, or you'll be in, or the home away back to back. Yeah, or no, or that, or they even did like, okay, if the Wizards were playing the Hornets, they'll play mm-hmm. them on like a Friday and a Saturday in in Washington, right, right, and right. then the next time they then play them in Charlotte. And it might have been another back-to-back or they played and then, yeah, they tried to do a lot of that due to right, COVID. Right. Just keep the teams in the city. Um, so, yeah, you can add the 10 games in between. Yeah. But think about this. For 14 teams by the middle of Mar- middle of May or late May, you're already not playing. Right. After the first round, you got, what is it, eight teams? That ultimately are out in another two weeks. Right. So for eight teams, it is now the second week of June. You're you're still playing. And that's if that if it goes to seven games. Yes. And that's if it goes to seven games. But so now we we, we added 14 a that's now 22 teams. Yeah. That got all the time from June to August. If you're in the South or June 
to September if you're on the East or West Coast. That's just for kids going into school. The, 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 the be, have time with their family. <laughs> right. It sounds easy for me because I'm not wealthy. It sounds easy, easy for me because I'm not an NBA player or an athlete that has to train year round. So, you know, family time is scarce. But look, if you want to maximize the league, there's concessions. Right. You got to make. You want to get those Supermax deals? Well, you got to make sure that the league is making as much money as possible. Very true. And that's the thing where a lot of the older players, they kind of were like, hey, we sacrifice so you all can do better and be better. And I feel like this generation of players got to make a little more sacrifice and say, hey, how are we going to expand this game? You know, the ratings are taking a hit. So it's dealing with the basketball revenue. I know they're getting a huge TV deal every 10 years, but still it could be even bigger, which means it could be even more money. You know, so I think that's what they should do. Start, start the season Christmas day. Still do your 82 games. Have the postseason, have the, 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 the finals end the way it did. It ended in July. Right. And that's only for two teams. And yes, that's what happens. You, if you get to the finals, yeah, you know, part of it is getting to the finals. That's the reward. If you win the finals, you win. Fortunately, that summer, you might not be with your kid around a lot. Like, I mean, that's true. But you got to make concessions. You got to make concessions. But like I said, easy for me because I'm not a millionaire, nor am I an athlete. One more, one more. Um, the NBA draft. Uh huh. The last few years, we've been hearing quite a few people say the draft is unethical or the draft is unconstitutional because you're forcing uh, these athletes to go to places that they might not have wanted to go. And they were like, in any other profession, you can choose what team you want to go to, blah, blah, blah. And even in sports, there is that because when you think about soccer, European soccer. Or right. soccer anywhere in the world, players are signed. Correct that. Yep. There's no draft for these players. You know more than I do. How do these teams, like soccer teams, deal with it though? What deal with? Uh, like getting new players. Getting like, new players. Like especially new young players. Well, most of the young players are already in their farm system. Okay. You know, so they come so up playing, kind of similar to baseball. Up, yeah, they come up through their club club soccer, you know, mm-hmm. teams. Um, and then they so also you could, do, you could sign them. You could sign them to their academy at like 12, 13. They work right. their way up and then they're automatically when when they get promoted, they right. could they could play on the A club, A team. Right, right now. And then at that after that point, it's more of what they call transfers. Yes. So it's like, it's almost kind of like trading trade. Mm-hmm. It's almost like trades, but it's big money depending. So mm-hmm. transfers a lot of times can be just a lease term period. You know what I'm saying? So they'll pay a transfer fee and then you might have that player for let's say three years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times, a lot of teams, what they'll do is they'll, lease a player to another team in another league and then they see how the player's progressing and then we'll take them back mm-hmm. like before the lease is done 
But of course, it's another fee or whatever. But uh, I mean, other than that, is this, hey, I don't want I'm release my contract or my contract's ending. Mm. Then I could go ahead and another team could just pick me up straight off the bird. Yeah. So like a lot of some like some of the players in the MLS, they can be, you know, other teams are, you know, they're looking at future players because, you know, the big money's over in Premier League and all yeah. those other leagues. So, I mean, MLS is kind of getting money up a little bit, but nothing compared to over there. But they are, they do look at players in MLS to see how good they're getting or whatever, whatever, and then we'll do that same transfer from MLS to that, or even some MLS teams will do the same thing. Well, they'll get a player, maybe a player not doing too well or even getting older, but it's a big name and they'll come over. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a little, the way they do things is a little wild, but uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, but it's not like here where you got to trade draft picks and Mm. draft picks and for multiple players or anything like that. Nah, you literally getting your player. Like you can trade for players, yeah, per se, but it's more of you're going after this one player itself. So you might have to pay the club a certain amount of money to get that player. And mm-hmm. everything is considered in there. Like, like say if Messi, say Manchester City went after Messi, yeah, they which I was to, av- which I was advocating for. They <laughs> would have to pay a ridiculous amount of money. Just to get Messi on the team mm-hmm. to hit to the previous team, correct? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's is wild. Like they would have to pay a ridiculous amount because everything is considered in like jersey sales, ticket sales, you know, stuff like that. Like right now, they actually said something today that Michael Jordan made, I think initially like seven million dollars in a day or something like that. Off of the ceiling is the roof. <laughs> after after Messi, Simon, Pierre, Saint Jerome, Jerome. Oh, because yeah, it, PSG. So he does he, he have a like some sort of stake in PSG? No, he has a the uniforms are under Jordan brand. Oh, I yeah, they're under Jordan brand. It just happened recently, like two years ago. Okay, okay. And he gets a very small percentage of their sales. Mm-hmm. From Jersey because he outfits them or whatnot. Yeah. So he made like seven million dollars the day Messi came over because everybody bought Messi jerseys. I think PSG made like a I think they said close to two hundred million dollars. Perfect. Just wow. off of jersey sales. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, bro. Like it's crazy the amount of money these teams have over there. So so that that is the model overseas. And I think that model works if you're going to actually create a farm system. Where oh, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. By far. Where you're, where you're yeah. getting these players at young ages. We're not doing that in the United States for several reasons. Um, part of it, we're just used to the whole you go to college, you go to I mean, play in high school, you go to college and then you get drafted. Part of it is honestly along racial lines. I believe we did. You know, we don't have a lot of in the sports where. 
athletes are able to still be drafted, but then go to college are sports that black and Latino athletes typically in America do not play. You know, yes, baseball has Latinos, but they go overseas to get Latinos. Um, and then black Americans aren't really playing. I believe the NBA, I mean, MLB is something like. I believe it's less than 10% now yeah, are black a, Americans. A small number. It's a small um, and, and the same thing, you know, we see that, oh, if you go to college, yes, there's new NIL rules, but, you know, you, you can't get drafted by uh, NFL or NBA team and still then go to college. That hasn't happened yet. Um, so until that happens, I think the draft model is still the best because honestly, we cannot have, for example, and look, I don't hate the Lakers. I actually like LeBron James. He's one of my favorite players that I've in the league. One of my favorite all time players. They have Russell Westbrook now, one of my favorite players also. But what we don't want is Cade Cunningham being coming out of college and then going to play with the Lakers because they just had the money to sign him. And, I, yeah. and I've heard that argument. Well, let's just be to the to the highest bidder. What should the league do about the draft? Because there still is a problem with tanking. And I know they tried to fix the odds where basically the bottom four teams or the bottom three teams have the same odds of getting the number one overall pick. And we know what odds mean. That means the chance that at you getting it. But what should the NBA do when it comes to the NBA draft then? That's tough, man. That's real tough because... I don't know, man. That's tough. That's because I was thinking I was like, maybe let me think outside of NFL or NBA or think think about the NFL or even MLB. And the first pick of the draft is usually the worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, in let's say even MLS or NFL, well, actually in all these sports, that top pick might not do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Might not make your team any better. I mean, look at, but I think it kind of helps a little bit because like, look at OKC. Yeah. OKC was one of the worst teams in the league last season. And what was their, what, they didn't even get the first pick. Yeah. They you know didn't get the first pick now. You know what I'm saying? So unlike the NFL where NFL, you're the worst team in the league, you get the first pick unless you gave that pick away in a trade previously in previous years or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean that NBA wise, they do have the little lottery, so there's a chance that that worst team might not get the first pick or anything like that. But so far it hasn't really turned out too well for a lot of these teams that got the first pick besides maybe Golden State. Oh, yeah, well they got uh moves at what would they get? Wiseman, or they got was, the second pick. Was it the second pick? Was it the, I think it might have been the second pick. Not this Wiseman? year, the previous year. I yeah, think it was I Wiseman. Can't I can't remember yeah. who it was. I know they got Wiseman, but I can't yeah. remember if he was the first or the second. But yeah. who was the? He was the second because Anthony was Edwards was no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? No, I, think I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, you it's know a blur. It still hasn't. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. He could have been. Let's say if he was the best player in college, whatever, mm-hmm. and comes to Golden State. It still didn't turn out too well for them this season. You know, so granted they they had to do the play in and loss, whatever. But in normal terms, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. 
So Anthony yeah. Edwards was number one, Minnesota. Okay. I mean, yes, and then James and then look, number two. There you go, Minnesota first pick in the draft. Terrible. You know what I'm saying? Unlike in a lot of the sports where that number one pick is a really good thing, like a really good thing for you. Most of them, would like NHL, number one pick in the draft, most likely will be playing on the NHL squad pretty quickly. Within pretty quickly within the next year, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Baseball, you can be the first pick in the draft. And you might not even get to the major leagues for another three to four years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to be like a Bryce Harper where it's all right. A few months later, we're ridiculous. Yeah. You know, where he's he's ridiculously good. You know, by the way, I hate that rule with baseball where they can then say, okay, we know you're good enough, but we're going to send you to the minors for a month. So we can get that extra year before you right. get the free agency. That's yeah. what I'm dealing with in my road to the show. Uh, I, I start. Well, obviously I started in the major minors, right. played the whole year in the minors, went from double A to triple A. Right. The next season I go to uh, spring training uh-huh. with the team, but they've sent me to triple A right. and literally like two weeks later they're like, all right, let's bring you up to, uh, <laughs> let's bring you up to, uh, to the majors. But because of that two week, yeah, it doesn't start the. It doesn't, it doesn't start the, the whole. Year. Yeah, I miss out on yeah. that year. Yep, yep, yep. So, but yeah, man, this. I don't know if there's anything we could do, man. To be honest with you, I have an idea. What's up? Idea number one. How about you just say, "Hey, all teams that miss the playoffs have the same amount of odds of getting the number one overall pick." I mean, don't they technically, even though they say odds, the odds are this, don't they still pretty much all have the same odds? No. One pick? Nah. I mean, there's situations it's, it's roll, where it's a roll of the ball. It is a roll of the ball, but it's, a, it's the <laughs> amount of lottery balls in there that, that that create that. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Like, it's, I, it's know, the so amount they have, that's they actually... Have a, they have a certain amount of balls for each yes, team in there. Yes. Uh, it's kind of like how we did our fantasy draft for our, for okay. our league. Where it's okay. like, and uh, we did it in, like, in verse order. Whoever was number one had the least amount. So, oh, obviously, okay, you know, that's why, yes. Yeah, so I it's thought, weighted. Well, see, the thing is, I just growing up and seeing the draft, it's like you just see the ball come out and it's like, yeah. oh, OK. Yeah, yeah they used to do that. Yeah. I remember when they did that. Yeah. Now they don't even show. They they just they just pull out the envelopes. Me like, right. here you go. This this is what happened behind the scenes. I sure ain't know. It's like it's like being in the bingo hall and you just see them spinning the balls around. Yeah. And it's like, OK, here, let's take this. So that that's what. Yeah, yeah it's it's weighted right now. Oh, okay, and, okay. And, and obviously. And yes, there are situations where the person who had the least odds went up higher. We've seen that. Right, We've right, seen right. years where the person who had the best odds ended up being the third or fourth pick, you know, but that's what happens. I'm saying, what if you just say, hey, the 14 teams that did not make the playoffs, no matter your record, you got the same amount of odds of getting the number one overall pick. Right, right. Which then be like, well, why am I losing all these games? Like on purpose. Like, I, like losing doesn't help my odds. So why don't I try to win with the players I have to build for the future or that coach maybe needs to keep his job. So he's going to try and coach his, his hardest 
to keep the job or the GM's going to say, hey, I know we're not making the playoffs, but I want to keep my job. Let's try and win these games. You might have that. So that's option number one. What do you think about this option then? What's up? Each team that each team in the NBA, if you don't want to do the draft, has in inverse order. So basically the worst team has a basically a salary cap to spend on each prospect. So, for example, let's say the Detroit Pistons were the worst team and they weren't. But let's say they were the worst team. Right. And Cade Cunningham, and actually let's let's use the Rockets because I think they were the worst team. Okay. Cade Cunningham is out. The Rockets can sign Cade Cunningham to a contract of let's let's do fifteen years for three years. But the team like the Milwaukee Bucks that won the NBA Finals mm-hmm. because they won, they can only sign Cade Cunningham to maybe a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar contract per year, and they got to be there for four years. Ooh. So it's like, okay, do I want to go with the defending title, defending team, and take? Seven hundred fifty dollars, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, or this team that is building, and it could be my team, and we might be bad for the first couple of years, but I get five million a year, right? And my contract is shorter, meaning it's only three years, and I could be a free agent. Hmm. And you do it in that order. So each team, you drop it down, drop it down. So you'd be like, all right, you know, obviously some of the worst teams, I could still kind of choose which one of these teams. Or if you're like, yo, really, I ain't trying to, I'm not worried about money. I can take one of these teams that made the playoffs. Or you could be like, hey, I think I would fit with the, with the defending champion and I'll take this huge pay cut. And we and like I say, huge. We went from five million to seven hundred fifty thousand. Or because as a rookie, we could drop it down to what two hundred fifty thousand. Let's make it real interesting. You can't do that. I believe in the the NBA, the the rookie minimum is, and especially minimum, I believe in the second round, it's something like two hundred fifty thousand. I believe as a rookie. Really? I think it's it's really low. Let me look it up. NBA rookie minimum, minimum salary. Because mm-hmm. I thought the league minimum was. Sorry, like, it is um, 925000 But let's I Because I thought the league minimum was like a mil. So I yeah. know the vet minimum is different. Yeah, yeah. Vet minimums are different for sure. Okay, so yeah, nine something. Yeah, that's what they're saying according to statista.com. That ain't but, too bad though. But but let's make it even even uh I'm gonna look up uh You can still do seven fifty. If you have zero years of experience, the N- M- NBA minimum is eight hundred and ninety eight thousand dollars. Okay. And I believe 
And those are for the undrafted free agents and typically late second round picks. Mm-hmm. That's typically who who ends up getting those. And that's G League too, right? And uh, well, there's the G League, but then there's the G League two way players, and that's why I believe I got confused. Okay. Some of those guys get like the two fifty. Or three hundred thousand because they're getting paid off of G League money. Yeah, and then if they get to the if they move up, then I think it's like prorated to what like the minimum would have been, mm-hmm. something along those lines. What do you think about that? Where you just say, "Hey, the team, the worst team in the NBA, can pay you the most and can give you the shortest contract to then give you the option of getting out of there." Right. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean, it's almost like, yeah, you might go to the defending chance, but there's no guarantee you're going to play at that point. You know what I'm saying? And like, you're going to be there even longer. as good as you, even as good as you, you are in college or whatever. And you're going to be no there guarantee. longer. Right. They're going to have your rights for even longer because you decided, hey, I'm going to stay with this team, but I'm going to get paid less. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's a conundrum. <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, let's uh, recap what we discussed. Our our proposal for the NBA. The play-in tournament should be a true tournament. Three-game series. Yep. NBA starts on Christmas. Let's explain the three-game series starting oh. on after the regular season. Saturday. Starting on Monday. Is it Monday? I thought yeah. it was Saturday. Mo- well, no, the, no, 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 no. The regular series is going to start on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. so Monday. So, so yeah. the play-in series would be the seven versus ten, the eight versus nine. Right. Starting on in Monday. each conference, they play on Monday. Game at, one, at game two seed. on Tuesday at the lower seed, yep. and if a game three back at the higher seed on Thursday, to then be ready for the regular postseason starting okay. on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Proposal number two, just starting the NBA season on Christmas Day. Yep. And proposal number three, adjusting the draft where either all non-playoff teams have the same odds of getting the number one overall pick, which would help eliminate tanking, or having rookies sign with teams and the worst team be able to sign the most lucrative and short-term deal for prospects. Those are our proposals, man. Come on, Adam Silver. Yeah, Adam Silver, the competition committee, Come team on. owners slash governors. Holler at us. We need we need some royalties <laughs> if you royalties. do any of this. Perfect. Because let it happen. I'm gonna remember. Oh, we this gotta episode. record it. We gotta record it. Don't it's on worry. YouTube. It's on yeah. the server. It's on the RSS feed. Yeah. Everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we Bring all we gotta back. do is all we gotta do is just tag you. That's we're all gonna we send do. a cease and desist order if y'all right. do this without uh, Big crediting us. Perfect. <laughs> we'll find a good enough lawyer. Don't worry about that. We, we know will, attorneys. We do. Right. We will find a legal team. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know so many lawyers right now. It's not even funny. Even lawyers that are not even like lawyers yet. I know them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man. Oh man. Uh, and plus, we got we got Harold Laws. You know what I'm saying? 
You'll be able to talk it through first. Right, right. <laughs> oh, I'll man. Be calling y'all banners and everything. <laughs> It'd be game over, son. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, <laughs> before we get out of here, um, any uh, news broke while we were uh, recording um, that? Hold on, bro. Let me see. Let me see real quick. I don't think so. New England Patriots are beating the Eagles 19-0 right now. Oh, how is Cam Newton doing? Because I know uh, they try to come from Cam Newton's neck. And I'm Cam, a huge Cam Newton protector. Cam has thrown for, he's been 8 of 9 for 103 yards and a touchdown. Mac Jones is 7 for 11 for 84 yards. So they're both playing about the same. Yeah. They were hyping up Mac Jones so much last week. Dead. Like on the Thursday, because they played Thursday. So ESPN and Fox Sports and NFL Network were talking about, oh, Mac Jones, he looks so well. I'm like, hold on. So y'all not going to talk about uh, Dwayne Haskins and what he did to the Eagles that same night. Perfect. <laughs> like, oh, man. Dwayne Haskins was balling. <laughs> we not going to talk about him. We yeah. going to talk about Mac Jones's seven for 11 and uh, 88 yards that he had. Yeah. You know, talking about Dwayne Haskins. But we not going to talk about Dwayne Haskins. Very Potomac. efficient. And uh, I think he had six. I think he was 16 for like 19 for like 180 something yards. Potomac. I know you don't like him. Uh, Perfect. What did Bullis, what did Bullis do to you? Like Bullis uh, ain't in all level. Uh, Bullis, Bullis didn't. No, it's not what Bullis did to us. It's what he did to Maryland, son. <laughs> that's what, that's where it all brawls down to. <laughs> I was all clubhouse. I mean, granted, don't get me wrong. If he went to Maryland, he might not be playing in the NFL right now. But I don't. Yeah, as a quarterback, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But during that time period, yeah, I don't know. It really all depends. I mean, it's a crapshoot when you come to Maryland. But now with Mike Loxley, you know, though, it's it's been it's been getting up there again. You know, I, I told so I told a group of people on clubhouse. Actually, you know what? If Loxley was still there. Haskins would have came. I think Haskins would have came. That was when Loxley went to Alabama, that's, correct? Yeah, that's when he left. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I told people. They didn't, because he was interim head coach and mm. they gave it to Randy Etzel and that was it. Game over. <sighs> Connecticut. Terrible. He came from, yeah, Connecticut head football coach came down to Maryland. And then who was and the dude? And then he ended up fired and then yeah. going back to Connecticut. Went back to Connecticut. And then who, yeah. was, who was the dude that killed that young man? Rest in peace. Wow, jeez. Why you go so I mean, because that was bro. a tragic thing, man. No, you went so harsh on Like, he personally killed him. Bro. I mean, look. these. He was look, in, I understand he was in charge of the program. Look, I mean, look. I let me you. say this. But hey, don't, you can't say that he killed. That's, dog, they, he could come after you for. That is horrible. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, I'm learning that week one <laughs> in my on, mass now. media. Law. I'm trying to help you out here. I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> Jesus, I already learned that in Come week on, one. On. <laughs> but nah, man, defamation this, of character. This, look, look, these college coaches. They control so much. They do. They do. That it's like, and they they ingrain these young men and women. That do play the sport, but especially football like this, this culture that you just got to do it this way all the time. And if you don't, then you're weak. And and the reason I used to think that, but when I heard Arian Foster speak about it on his podcast, he was just like, he's like, why, why are these coaches cussing me out? And like in very disrespectful ways, he's like, 
I you can you can be tough with me without calling me all sorts of names, like especially right, if right. you're my coach. Like, right, right. like you're not my opponent. You're my coach. You know, right, and they're like, right, oh, it right. builds character. No, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> y'all are just using it. He said, because I went to the pros and didn't have a coach cussing me out like that. Right. Because the, the the dynamic was different. He said, I'm, I was making money now. He was an undrafted free agent. He said, yeah, I wasn't getting cussed out the way I was when I was at Tennessee, when I was the star running back. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, that that whole that dynamic, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. that that can go. Like, we, you can be tough on them without being disrespectful. There's, oh, there no, is no, a no, clear no. line. It's not a oh, thin no. line; it's a clear line. But anyway, it's, how do we get to the oh about Dwayne Haskins? Dwayne okay, Haskins, yeah. so I remember now. I was on Clubhouse yeah. the other day, and I said, um, now that the playoffs got extended, I was like, in the next four to five years, don't be surprised if Maryland's in the playoffs. And people were like, ah, you're Maryland football? Like, what are you? I said, look, Loxley's been getting better talent. We've been recruiting more in-state where a lot of this talent goes where? Alabama, goes to Ohio State, goes to Michigan, goes to um, um, uh, Virginia Tech, goes to, you know. So I said, look, we're eventually going to be in the playoffs. And yes, it's it's, uh, 12 teams, but we're going to be one of the 12 teams in there. And I was like, they started laughing. I was like, look, man, y'all better hope Clubhouse ain't a thing in the next few years because <laughs> I'm going to definitely remember this. Be like, y'all remember when y'all said this? Right. Yeah. yeah. Eat crow. Anyways, big fan. Thank yeah. you for everything that you do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. I forgot the theme music, but it's all oh, good. It's all good. Hey, we should need <laughs> to give a shout out to our cousin Frank. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know what Frank does, yo. I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know exactly what he does anymore. Well, I'll tell you when we stop recording. All right, I'll, I'll but, tell you. But uh, shout out to him, man, because every time I turn around, my man's living his best life. <laughs> he might be working. He might not be working. I can't tell the difference right now. <laughs> but shout out to him for living his best life. Love you, Frankie. <laughs> also, shout out to our cousin Chrissy. Perfect. It's her birthday tomorrow. So happy oh, early yeah. birthday. Can't happy say birthday. that we. We forgot, you know. Currently in Istanbul. Yeah. Perfect. Didn't tell anyone though. <laughs> I mean, I mean, she told me. Not yeah, she told didn't me, tell anyone she told recently. Me months ago. Yeah, months exactly. Ago. Months ago. Yeah. How am I supposed to remember? <laughs> she said she's going on her birthday for her birthday, yo. Yeah, so, I don't like that was months ago she said that. Uh, it's Leo season, bro. So and then and know. then I was like, hey. I need you on the podcast on Thursday. Yeah, that's sure, sure. <laughs> then you find out on Wednesday that you know you're not even in the country and might not have time. Like, uh, like what? It's an yeah. evil world we live in. Like, come uh, on. But shout out to her though. Happy birthday. Definitely. Happy, Happy early birthday, Chrissy. Birthday. Yep, yep, yep. Until next time, everyone. Uh, sports reality. Peace. Peace.